What up, guys? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It is Happy Friday. Yeah, man. It's been a great day. Let that music go. I Labor like Day that. weekend. I like that. I mean, <laughs> it's good. Let's just have you sing it next time. You should. Think about it. Uh, it's all like. <laughs> Dude. <sensual laughs> next time That's you do that, part. you should wait. like, <laughs> Or you should do it sooner when the music is still playing and like it can drown out uh, your. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Good. No, yeah, because you, your acapella is amazing. Dude, I know. Set my Friday up. <laughs> Don't need to tell me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we have part two today. Um, if you're just tuning in and you haven't listened to 18, please do. Yeah. Um, today, episode 19, part two of what's that title we got? Inside a Guy's Mind. Top dating questions asked from single girls. And just to be clear, for that entire episode and then for this one as well, like it's it's our opinion, our perspective. Right. We had someone ask us what makes us think we can answer for all men and my organic response was what makes you think we're trying to answer for all men i don't know why someone Correct. would assume we're trying to speak for all men um but just to be clear no no um low stress no negativity out there but we're just answering from our perspective our experience right. and um and inside will and eli's mind doesn't have yeah. that that's not that catchy so I like. Inside I mean, I like it. There's a, a ton of miles in this brain. That's true. You know, man, we've got true. a ton of friends and some good perspective. And um, <clears throat> episode 18 was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Ton of messages. I've got some. You know, we had additional questions kind of come through, and um, which is great. It has nothing to do with day one dollar zero, right? And um, you know, growing a company from the ground up, or leadership, or entrepreneurship, or whatever it may be. But um, it just sparked through some friends and we had a couple of patterns, you know, between a couple of people that were all asking similar things. And Eli was like, Hey, why don't we just use our platform and just knock that out? And, um, phenomenal podcast, got a ton of traction. People liked it. So, you know, and I'm okay with that. You know, like I, I love day $1 zero. I love what it represents. I love what we're trying to accomplish, but at the same time, you know, <clears throat> I guess maybe you're at day $1 zero of dating. Dating, yeah, for real. Or maybe bro. you're bankrupt as shit right for now and just no energy. And, and maybe some opinions, you know, can can flow. And, you know, it does kind of correlate with business because you do mingle with people that sometimes are in your industry and mm -hmm. have similar work schedules or that's just where you meet people. If it's not online, you're meeting people through through um, networking and different stuff. And Dude, business is dating, period, man. Is it? it yeah. Business, business is dating, dating or dating yes. is business both. or both? both? Both, yeah. It's relationships. I guess we're thirsty ass hoes then. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we're out there on the guy getting that business. So That's I guess true. we're thirsty ass hoes. We're thirsty ass bros. Man. You like that? Witty. <laughs> on a Friday. That's a t-shirt. Dude. We'll put it down. Thirsty ass bros. Thirsty ass bros. Yeah, I like it. Hey, there's some thirsty ass bros out there. I think that's mm -hmm. half the problem. These chicks are mad. Yep. Well, we'll have that episode actually coming up next month, right? I think so. Could be sooner. Yeah. Could be later. Um, you know, we're, we're networking a little bit. We've got a couple of people in our pipeline that we think could be, a, you know, a really good female perspective mm -hmm. so we mm -hmm. we might bring a female on to be a guest for the show and answer guy questions and obviously yep. deal with our banter back and forth and you know because we're sitting here in person if i guess if we disagree with her you know we can get we can give our colorful mm -hmm. perspective but it should be a lot of fun so we're looking at a couple of folks mm -hmm. for that and um you know but we want to make sure it's a good perspective and all that and but yeah man thirsty ass bros i like it right did you write that down <laughs> yeah i will t-shirt we'll no we'll no write it, it. We'll it down it. I need i'm waiting pen. for you. you're gonna forget why do you need my pen oh that's a vape pen yeah and you don't have a notebook <clears throat> either so you got a pen with nothing to write on <laughs> <laughs> calling right. me out thirsty ass bros got it. thirsty ass bros give me my pen back right. it's for my it's for my nervous habit there you go appreciate that go. so but without further ado we're gonna dive right into this um 
part one we covered a ton do you want to give a quick review we're not going to answer any of these questions um but in case you're watching this one and you haven't seen episode 18 eli why don't you just cover the questions that we did answer and some of that stuff before we get going yeah so last week we talked a lot about hooking up going to his place when the time is right when the time isn't right how to get attention being a nice put together professional are you girl reading the questions versus no nah, summarizing be, how doing to, a terrible how to, how to get, let me get to more than one <laughs> goddamn how to get attention over all the thirsty assholes that are out there we hit on rejection we talked about meeting someone on social media or organically we talked about cuddling after sex we talked about a lot go back to yeah. episode 18 give that a listen if you haven't heard that was a good one but we're gonna get right into episode 19 which is part there two of 18 there we go uh, we're going to let you run the questions like you did before. We had a oh. couple other questions in addition to, but, um, yeah. we'll try to keep it as matter of fact as possible. Yeah. And, um, phases, do we need to elaborate on that at all? At uh, the end of today's podcast? Maybe at the end. Yeah. If we got time, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, um, I got one too. I'll all right. Myself. Will's got a question too. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I got some, some, uh, perspective. There for you girls go. To I like that. We'll summarize on. with that perspective. How about that? <clears throat> Appreciate that. Um, all right. So this one is a little bit out of the norm from the other questions. Cause this one is actually in relation to long-term relationships versus dating. So, uh, why do you guys stop putting effort into long-term relationships? I'm so, trying to think if that's long, like I'm trying to figure out what long-term is or I'm trying to see. So there's twofold. Why do guys stop putting effort in toward long-term relationships as in they don't even try to pursue that long-term relationship or when they've been in a long-term relationship right there, they're not putting it. Oh, I think it's both. Well, and, and I think it's both. And, and like you talked about last time, like holding the door open, continuing to do those things. Mm -hmm. So Will and I are both in long-term relationships. So I think we're Easy double. We're, <laughs> we're, we're the best ones to be answering this question. So as far as effort. Fat, uh, I promise I can explain. This you're, is. <laughs> you're my only one. I know. I'm assuming. I'm assuming. <laughs> um, the, uh, as far as the effort, this is something that I've been trying to do a lot more, like kind of introspective thinking on lately, right? Because okay. it is super easy. I'm in a 10-year relationship, and it is super easy to get caught up in just going about day-to-day -day life and become you know, homies with that person so close that you stop opening the door and you stop doing those things. I think you got to define effort. Okay. Like, yeah. like for me, raising a family, mm -hmm. right? So like, well, hey, why do you guys stop putting, you know, effort toward a long-term relationship? Like, yeah, of course I get Kate's door and some gentleman things and, mm -hmm. and whatnot, but I also grind my balls off right. with right, you right. from like, you know, super early morning until... Yep. As late as it has to go. Yep. This this you know summer hasn't been too too late for us as mm -hmm. much as it was last last summer. You and I were nine yeah, ten crazy. p.m. Yeah. every night. Yeah, <clears throat> we were out there doing it, and this year a little bit more manageable. Mm -hmm. Um, as in we got better at going home. Right. But we were still working. Yes. Yeah. There was still stuff that had to. We were just choosing to go home and do it separately versus you and I vibing in the office. Mm -hmm. But when you and I were first growing a business together, you kind of have, have to, to have that time yeah, spent. You have to. You know, now that I know what you expect or what you're looking for, and vice versa, mm -hmm. you know, now we can we can spend more time at home and get the work done separately. You right. know, and see some of our families. But, you know. See some of our families. See our family. Jesus Christ, man, this is uh, not going to go well. I know you, man. I know you. And we're not. We're only a couple minutes yeah. in. I'm waiting for these <laughs> messages of like, Will's got a secret family. Uh, like, sad. I can explain. I promise. <laughs> um, well, I think I think defining effort. Yes. Like, and you know, and I'm not a big book reader with a lot of cliche things. Mm -hmm. 
I do think uh, like five languages of love. The five um, love languages. The yeah. five love yeah. languages. You know, like I do like that because it just even if all you get from that book is understanding that there's different ways of giving and receiving love mm -hmm. and the way you give it isn't necessarily the way you receive it. And, yeah. and the way someone gives you love isn't the way that they also receive it. Like there's right. just some disconnects there. And I think just defining like, what do you mean by mm -hmm. effort? Because if you're in a long-term relationship and, and you guys are trying to grow your future, whatever it may be, and, mm -hmm. and he's working day in and day out and like, yeah, maybe he's not as romantic or maybe he doesn't get it up every night because he's fucking tired. I don't know. Mm -hmm. You can kind of go as elaborate or as off the chain as you want to on this, but he might be showing his care and his love by providing and yes. Or, right. or maybe you're right. a strong, independent woman. You don't need his money. That has nothing to do with how a guy feels. He still needs to provide mm -hmm. literally mm -hmm. nothing. How, however much money you make and how independent as a woman you are. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Some guys are okay with it. Some guys get insecure about it. I get it. Either way, Men still have this thing in them, good men, that feel that they at least have to contribute and provide, yes. and they might, I'll be doing that. Now, that's my long, mm -hmm. my mm -hmm. long version mm -hmm. of this question. I think what they're probably saying is the romantic stuff, like, yes. doesn't get my door, right. doesn't get sweet before sex, doesn't buy me things. I mean, you, could, you can kind of go as far as you want to, but I think that's where they're going. I, with I think this that's one. it, too. Okay. And, I, and I think to answer the question is, it's human nature. You're in, you're, you get used to shit. You know what I mean? You get used to it, and you stop trying as hard. Doesn't mean it's okay. But communication is huge. And then like just coming at that from a very, you know, not angry, not emotional standpoint and just communicating with your partner why you feel a certain way. For my wife, her her request of me was just that I text her a little more throughout the day. Yeah. Easy peasy. Takes no time. If I send her two or three more text messages throughout the day, hey, babe, thinking about you, hope you and the boy are doing good. When I come home, she mentions that. She's like, hey, thank you. Like you talked a lot today. Like <laughs> here's what I'm thinking. I was like looking at you're, fat. You're talking I, shit about me. My, my, my no, I'm not talking shit. shit. Here's what I'm thinking. Every guy listening to this is like, damn, bro, that's all your wife needs from you? It's just a text message throughout the day? Where are those women? You know what I mean? Like, yep. I can already like just feel some of that banter of, it's like, is easy. At, oh, that's all your wife. Well, if, if every girl was like that. So there's well, more to it. There, Well, and of course, and it, I mean, in addition to all the other shit that I do, right. In addition yeah. to all the other shit that I do, but here's the thing, though. It's really a lot of times one or two little easy things that you could do for her that does make her feel loved and she will feel that romance. Health and fitness, right? Like there's a couple of little things you can do with your diet. And if you do them consistently, you yes. get astronomical results. Same yes. thing with the gym. Yep. My biggest thing, man, is the conversation I have with, with young bucks sometimes mm -hmm. with liking someone versus loving someone. Mm -hmm. Of course, I love Kate. I like her too. And there's a difference here. Right. Like she's the homie. Right. She probably doesn't want me to call her that. But <laughs> don't choke on your drink. Mm -hmm. For the sake of the podcast, she's a homie. Yeah. Sometimes I slip up and call her dude. And that's, you know, she laughs about it. But it's because like we get along and we laugh. And she's completely different than me when it comes to what she's into and anime and different stuff that she shares with our kiddos. And mm -hmm. I get into it. And, but I like her as and I can coexist. Like yeah. it's not hard to get her door. You know, I think I've always kind of been a gentleman type. I think I like wearing you that are. shirt. You are. You're a freaking romantic, dude. Ooh, we he is. Yeah, for, you? for you guys watching, if you don't know, Will's a freaking like yeah. lover, romantic dude. I'm just a passionate guy. Yeah. I, I do I do like to care. But I I like wearing that shirt, mm -hmm. you know. So I think for girls that really want someone to consistently take care of them long term if, if I'm answering that I'm trying to answer the question the best I can but if you're looking for the guy to continue to put in the effort 
during a long-term relationship and it is about those little things i think you just have to find a guy that just likes to wear that shirt i like mm -hmm. being a a protector yeah. i like when my family feels safe you know i like you know getting her door i like you know i i get her and i don't i don't go super elaborate on birthdays and valentine's like i get her mm -hmm. great stuff <clears throat> what i really enjoy doing is if i'm out at the mall grabbing stuff for the kids mm -hmm. and i see something that i know she needs more of mm -hmm. or something i know she would like mm -hmm. <clears throat> i'll just bring stuff home unannounced yeah, little random gifts because i was right. thinking of you but with that being said, like, I'm not trying to do that. I think that's just me. Yeah. But shit, man, I do that for you sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I know you've done this, you know, for yeah. me before. So I kind of think it's just who a guy is. But I do and, like wearing a gentleman's shirt. And for girls, you have to communicate too. Like, don't just expect everything to be perfect for as long as you guys are together. If there's mm -hmm. something that you're not getting, just communicate it and talk about it. Yeah. Like, that's super important for me. If, you know, Megan and I, we have to communicate and she doesn't expect me to know everything that she's thinking and you could sit there and you could be bitter for three months you know of mm -hmm. just he's not romantic he's, when he thinks because he's doing all this other stuff for you that everything's Loveland totally is, fine right well because he could be giving you <clears throat> that effort or that whatever you're seeking in just a different form yes um so the communication on that is key but again mm -hmm. falling back to the whole love versus like i also like her yeah it's not hard for me to do those things because we are like homies, you know, mm -hmm. like we do enjoy like that casual time and it just allows that, that flow. And you know, like, I, I like when you say demand or expect, like I don't get any, you know, and I don't want to be, I don't want to, I'm not trying to like voice everything with my relationship and my family. And obviously some of that's disclosure and mm -hmm. it's private mm -hmm. and you know, but just with some of the experiences and some of my history that I've gone through in life, like, look, man, I'm, I'm also not the easiest guy to deal with, mm -hmm. you know, like I've got some, some shit that I shoulder, which mm -hmm. means what man, like, well, my bullshit's your bullshit mm -hmm. <laughs> and your bullshit it's is my true. bullshit. It's Kevin true. Hart quote, right? Like, you know, like that's kind of like there too, but she doesn't expect those things, which yeah. does make it easier. Now here's the deal. When girls aren't expecting, you do have that guy personality where like they just get completely complacent. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is easy. Go oh, cool, bro. Like, but then they're not putting it in. So I think, Guys have to have that maturity and just be cognizant of, yeah. you know, when a girl's not expecting, it's almost like they deserve more, you know, because That's they're not too. expecting that. And, and depending on how they're supporting you and things like that. Mm -hmm. But I think just finding a guy, the best that you can, like, as much as the love languages can be different, you got to communicate it. I agree. Mm -hmm. I also think if you can find someone that naturally gravitates to giving and receiving love yeah. similar to you yeah. or at yeah. least, or at least you can, or there's enough communication there where you guys can understand each other. Mm -hmm. I think you're set up better for success. I think that communication piece is key, man. And for women, make sure you're doing those little things on your end too. Uh Oh, right. Are yeah. you going team guy today? Right. <laughs> Just right here. Oh, it's, he's it's like, Oh girls. Tip, so tip tat, dude, girls, like, yeah. maybe you ain't shit. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started. Well, We're going to talk about just, that. At the just end. make sure. And, and like I said, that's why I said it's human nature just yeah. to get comfortable. Right. And you yeah. stop trying as hard because you don't necessarily Dude, need to. Per we do se. that with like, our diet. We do it with yeah, work. We do yeah. it with family. I mean, I think complacency is just a, a human pattern that it we, is. if you can set contingencies to mm -hmm. mitigate that the best as possible, I think you're going to be, I think you're going to be better off. But again, depending on how you like to receive love or whatever it may be, if you can find a guy that naturally gravitates to maybe how you like to receive yeah. it or yeah. a guy like me, I just, I mean, I just wear that shirt. I do like being that for my daughter and I like being a protector. I like bringing little things home and mm -hmm. I do like to go out of my way to make sure I'm grabbing doors. Those things matter to me. So yeah. beyond, you know, making Kate feel a certain way, those matter to me. Mm -hmm. Like that's just the kind of guy that I try to be, man. And I'm obviously not mistake free mm -hmm. and whatever maybe. But again, as far as like 
the character side and the love language side, I really just, I like being that guy, man. So yeah. I think just identifying and just trying to find, I guess, who's compatible. That's yeah. not, God, it's yeah. not terrible right now. No, not at all. But That's that compatibility of if you if you can be as similar as possible with the love languages mm -hmm. you speak, it might help. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. a good point. And read that book if you haven't read that. It's a great book. It's, you know, yeah, you know, you might not be able to take everything from it. I didn't. But at least just understanding that giving and receiving love is different and people do it differently than you. And it's an eye opener. Yeah. It's good. Especially yeah, it for is. young people that are that single and ready to mingle <laughs> and need a language. You like don't know fat. what, like what, what language do, do girls speak, Fat? What do you got for us today? I'm sorry. What was your question? <laughs> what do what do girls? What language do girls speak nowadays, man? How's your age bracket? Mm. What do they speak? Cray cray. Undecisiveness. Oh, this is there's five languages, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm just asking you. Adding the six, yeah. yeah. Okay. Cray cray. Cray cray. <laughs> or as much as they expect, maybe they have no idea what they want. I don't know. I've heard that before too. I don't know. I don't even know what I want. That's I'm the single. thing right there, man. So yeah, what a great insight. I'll try to figure it out. Appreciate your perspective today, man. Of course. Right on. Uh, all right, next question. Let's do it. I, 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 I hear girls talk about this one a lot. I think. Oh, that's not the question. I thought someone stuttered through message oh. and you were reading it verbatim. <laughs> I, 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 I'm like, who the fuck wrote that? I don't know where the stutter comes from. <laughs> all right. How do you look approachable and not intimidating as a female? Don't be six foot. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I had a girl tell me one time, I'm five foot 12. And I'm like, that's oh, six foot. She said that. Sweetheart. She said five twelve. Like you're trying real hard not to. And be six dude, foot. and you've been taking for ten years, so this is back <laughs> in the day. This is when she was yeah. like the only six nah, foot. Walking uh, yeah, around. this was just. I'm teasing. Yeah. yeah. Um. How do you look in? How did? How to not look intimidating and approachable? Uh huh. Resting bitch face. Oh man, you beat one. me to yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. I'm self awareness. I hear so many girls joke about that they got to just resting bitch face, but. You know when like someone's joking, but they're not joking, and they kind of own it. I feel like girls like owning that—that that they just uh -huh. have this resting bitch face. <clears throat> and I wonder where that comes from. I th I think it's common. I think it's more common than people think. So when that meme I think or whatever you're wearing came your, out, you might be wearing your thoughts on your face. <clears throat> I don't know. Excuse my excuse my throat. But I, here's my thing too, especially when you're out. If you have mm -hmm. expectations, we spoke about this in the last podcast. If you're out with expectation of something. Mm -hmm. And it's not going quite well, or the atmospherics, or the or the talent per se that's out is not appealing to you. You might be wearing a bitch face because you're just not yeah, impressed. Yeah, and that's with what's just there. an actual bitch face, right? Yeah, yeah, that's an actual bitch face. And yeah. um, I think you know, especially with <clears throat> makeup, the way makeup is, like mm -hmm. so many girls know how to do their makeup really well now. And I think like a lot of them kind of put off that like super put together they're going out covered yeah. in makeup big dresses and then they're writing it off as being too intimidating let me that they're not approachable or if a girl could act like a guy in this sense you right. might be better off so let me give you an example <clears throat> guys we're idiots okay like i'm just gonna throw that out there we're idiots we're walking boners for lack of a better statement but for this topic right now as a whole if a girl walks into a bar not too many guys are going to be picky. Let's say she's a six or a seven, mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it. I don't care. But more, if she walks up and approaches a guy, most guys are like, all right, cool. Mm -hmm. I'll hang you, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Versus <clears throat> if any guy walks into a bar, right? Like, girl, what I guess what I'm trying to get at without being inappropriate, girls get offers thrown at them all the time. Right. As a whole. So if you're that one girl is like, no, I don't. Okay, you got the resting, resting best face or you're <laughs> scary. I don't know what it is. We'll get to that. Yeah. But as a whole, 
you know, girls have a lot more options than guys, mm -hmm. correct? Mm -hmm. So as a guy, if I'm single and I'm out and I'm doing this thing, I've got to be super aware of people's body language. If I'm looking at someone, I got to see who's making eye contact with me and who's like, okay, like I don't get the resting bitch face. Maybe mm -hmm. I, you know, someone looks at me and smiles and I smile back like, okay, there's a key indicator. She noticed me. She mm -hmm. smiled, you know, mm -hmm. or maybe, hey, if I wave or she waves or whatever, maybe guys, we kind of have to fend for ourselves. So we can't just go into a bar and just approach anyone you kind of have to go with like getting a vibe and mm -hmm. just like hey who do we think is into us and like hey hey you know she seems a little friendly and she's giving me a couple of looks and like hey maybe it's okay to approach and ask her her name right yeah and, yeah. and have a conversation with her yep. right <clears throat> i think if girls can approach that more like a guy like hey be more aware of your body language yes be more aware of like just making eye contact with someone or waving or saying hello like you don't necessarily have to walk across the room like you can still let the guy come to you whatever it may be but I think so many girls get caught up in like talking with their friends or looking down or or almost going out of their way like they think a guy's cute. And I've got girls that are friends. They think a guy's cute so they don't make eye contact. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. And you're like, yeah. no, man. Yeah. Like you're actually counterintuitive if that's the right. You have to give some sort of here. cue. Some yeah. sort of cue. Well, and, and, and guys are looking for that because look, guys can't just go into a bar. Even if a guy, even if it's Brad Pitt, right? And I'm obviously being subjective here. Like I think he's hot. He walks in. <clears throat> Look, if a girl's just not into him, she's just not into him, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Versus like, guys, it's just different. Girls get shit thrown at them all the time. Right, guys, right. we're idiots, right? Like, we're down. Like, we're just idiots. You know, I hope I'm articulating this the right way. So, girls, you got to understand that guys were really a little bit more hypersensitive to key indicators of body language or someone making eye contact and smiling. And if you're nervous and so you don't want to make eye contact, but you know, understand the mm -hmm. signal that you're giving that guy. And it's really hard for him to understand that you want him to go over there and say, hello. It is. If you're kind of giving him a cold shoulder and maybe in your head, and again, love languages, right? Yeah. It's very similar to, Hey, you're acting this way for some reasons, but how you, you know, but how you're actually coming off to him unclear as hell. It unclear is. as all get out. And, and if I could give you girls any piece of advice, exactly like you, took my answer is perfect go if you're at a bar in your public setting and you do want to be approached more have fun yeah. smile more laugh more get literally, out of the corner get out of the corner just literally go have fun just by someone and think of this like anytime mm -hmm. you've been in a bar if you hear people laughing someone having fun it's contagious you look at them it's magnetic and you, yeah. you want you're drawn over that way and you're approachable Same, so you're approachable you look like you're having fun hey i can go talk to that person yeah you guys have to do that way too many of you get in your own head and i think or even sometimes if you're just your nothing's in your brain but your face just relaxes you get that resting bitch face we don't know where it comes the, from we don't know where the hell it comes from <laughs> but, but go there. have fun like walk into the bar have fun laugh yeah. with your girlfriends 1000% you're getting approachable. And here's the deal too. Like maybe you're not out looking for guys. Don't change your demeanor. Like this is where the resting bitch face or you know productive stuff becomes a habit. Just be yourself and have a good time without any expectation. So if you're out with your girlfriends and you got 12 girlfriends and it's just really not the night to meet a guy, but you're still kind of open to it and if someone approaches, say hi and enjoy them. And if it's not the night and the guy says hi to you, say hi and just kind of leave it at that. You don't mm -hmm. have to change up your style based off of what you're doing that night. It's true. <clears throat> Go out and have fun and be yourself, but understand, you know, yeah, a bigger number of girls can be a little bit more intimidating to a guy, not because he's a coward, but sometimes as guys, if we see 12 girls out, we think you're deliberately out for like a bachelorette party or something yeah. like that. And the only guys that are going to approach you are the ones that might be like a little buzzed and a little obnoxious mm -hmm. to think that they can break up a party of 12 females mm -hmm. and interrupt and, it's probably not the guy you're going to go for in the first place. Most guys, not being cowardice, right? But most guys just, 
even if they like you, they just understand like that timing might might not yeah. be completely yeah. appropriate. So if you are going out to have some fun with friends, but you're also interested and we're using that approach, like going out with maybe a couple less females, like two or three girls. Yeah, because Perfect. it just it looks like it's more social versus you're out for something specific for one of those girls yeah. and a guy. Like for me, for for example, like I definitely feel. I would not approach you because I think you're out for a reason. Unless you came out of your way to come say hi to me, mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't because I think I'm disrupting. I'm disrupting something. Right, so right, keep right. keep that in mind as well. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, what are your thoughts on a girl making the first move, or would this make the guy less interested because there's less of a challenge? So cliche. All right. You and I disagree on this. I'm not into girls making the first have, move. Yeah. We just have different perspectives. But right? here's my deal. I just like wearing that shirt. I like being. Mm -hmm. a, I, you know. And I spoke about this in episode 18. I like, you know, like even with Kate or with, you know, anyone else, like I like actually asking someone out and saying like, Hey, here's my thoughts on you. And here's where I think it's going. And I'd like to be your boyfriend. Like I've always enjoyed that. So I always feel like I should approach. I always, you know, and if I get shot down, like, Hey, that's cool. Whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, like not that that's happened. Let's not get crazy. Right. <laughs> not that that's happened. Uh, Trying to just be relatable here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think girls should necessarily be making the first move as far as like that first physical approach move. However, Getting back to that prior question, that first move might just be removing your bitch face off of your face mm -hmm. and looking up and having smile. some eye contact. And if a guy smiles, you smile back. Or if he waves, you wave back to just have some key indicators that maybe it's safe to approach. Because yeah. some of you girls wear that resting bitch face so much. We're like concerned for your safety. <laughs> we're concerned for your well-being. Like, yeah. I don't even know if you're on this planet she when I see okay. some of those. Yeah. Yeah. Should she and be sometimes, out tonight? Dude. And they're re like, yeah. Like, sometimes yeah. I'll get them from people and I'm like, I'm not even approaching you. Mm -hmm. But it, they just wear it so well. It it gets a little confusing. Like, you almost want to be like, hey, I am not. don't want your number. Like, I'm just here to wave my hand in front of your face to make sure, like, you can... Your eyes right, react. Right, right. Like, hey, hey, are you good? Right, hey, are you okay? Right, right. right. Hey, you call nine one one. You call a corpsman, right? Military now, joke, but now. So again, I guess yeah. to to cut you off and to finish my statement here. Sure. It depends on how you define move. If those, if that first move are key indicators to allow someone to understand it's safe to approach, well then yes, I think a girl should be somewhat reciprocating of eye contact or something that says it's okay to approach. And then once that happens, yes, I am more in favor of a guy just making a statement and approaching. I think it's a gentleman thing to do. Mm -hmm. I also think it, it says something for the long term mm -hmm. in a guy. I don't think it's a character flaw if he doesn't, or here's the deal. Maybe there's some confusion. Like maybe as much as you think you're given key indicators, you're not. And if you don't want to miss out on an opportunity, you approaching him and he might go, Oh, well, hello. That was, I had no idea. That you was going to be my me. next sentence. Okay. Like, if you're depending on, and I don't like giving blanket answers for Hard, you know, right? every situation, right? Because everything's a little different. So, I mean, you could be out in a public setting, and he just literally doesn't see you because there's 300 other people in the room, and he hasn't looked over your way, right? You lie. But you've watched him, and you're like, "Hey, night's about to be over. I don't want to miss out on this opportunity." I say go talk to him. What have you got to lose? Yeah. Now, if this is somebody that's in your life on a consistent basis and he's had every opportunity to present himself to you or, you know, make a connection there and you're in this for something greater or longer than just a one night stand or a hookup or, hey, let's do this tonight and then see what happens from here. If you're in it, then more than that, then I 100% agree with Will. Either he may have something else going on, may not just be interested or just may be a pussy or and too scared to ask. Maybe he's just not that into you. Yeah. Or Movie just, quote. That's what I'm saying. Just not that. Yeah. Get some ice cream. 
<laughs> Cry about it. Okay. Watch that movie that night. Got He's you. just not that into you. I know. I think Megan watches that. <laughs> she watches like two thousand. Such a good movie. By yeah. the way, guys. Hey, look, guys. We get way more rejection than females. We've been through yeah. the trenches. Yeah, that's true. That's well, true. So. Case by case, though. right? Yeah. Case by case. Case by case. Again, I think key indicators are super important, man. I, and again, I do I do think if a, like if it's a coworker or someone you see at the gym or someone through a mutual friend and you play volleyball and you see him once a week, someone that's got ample opportunity and you've you've had laughing conversations mm-hmm. and you laugh and touch his shoulder and he laughs back and touches your shoulder and like there's been that. Like, yeah, I, I do think it's a guy's responsibility to yeah. take that next step. Um, Agree. And maybe he's liking agree. you. He's just not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's just not quite ready to ask. So, you know, you got to ask yourself, what's the right time frame? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, four months, five months. I don't know, you yeah. know. But again, like, yeah, it's a hard. Now, I'm only giving you my opinion, your opinion. So I, I, I can't speak for every guy. If you want to take that chance, take it. But yes, I do think like you were painting that picture of a guy that you see on a regular for whatever reason, mm-hmm. especially like these recreational things like volleyball and kickball and, right. and co-ed, softball and all these right. things. Like you're around someone and there's been plenty of body language and conversations and laughs and it just doesn't go further. Like, yeah, I think you might want to pump the brakes on that a little bit and maybe kind of wait for him. And if he is into you, and he just can't pull you off to the side and have a conversation after all of that good vibe. Why well, just question like if you do it, okay, but like what's his character say? Like what's that character flaw say about him for the long term? Since he's a little bitch. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and Eli's back to team girl. He's kind of like swinging back and forth. He better pick a team, bro. Uh, you like my weird. shirt? I'm team girl today. I like clear. it. I like it. I like you. All right. This one is a hot topic right here. Who should pay on the first date? Ooh. The guy split it or whoever asks who to go on the date all right you want to go first on this one i'm a hard just speaker from my perspective but i think the guy every time yeah i think the guy every time you know and yeah i don't know any other way around it yeah even if look i i I, we have single girlfriends and Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I've heard this. Well, but I asked him out. I don't care. He said yes. I'm physically not letting you pay. I will do anything in my power. That so sounds that like you some flirting right there. I'll so, like, if she's like, "No, I'm paying," are you gonna like wrestle her in the restaurant? Uh, by her, the, hot, the hot answer is like yes, but the real answer is <laughs> I probably go to the restroom and then tell the waitress. I think so too, but I don't think you know. And here's what this is where I get this is where I get out of the weeds. Yeah, this whole who's paying because I have heard girls say like, if the guy pays, it makes it a date. Doesn't make it shit. Mm. Makes it dinner. Mm-hmm. Your body language how you're treating conversations during that time, yeah. what you guys decide to do after dinner, yep. if you decide to stay in touch, if you decide to go do other stuff together, that stuff is going to indicate whether someone's, you know, assuming it's more than it is. And again, if a guy is asking you out or asking to be your boyfriend and things like that, and there's actual like pillar conversations to each phase of, mm-hmm. of this relationship per se, it doesn't make it anything, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and I, I really like, I kind of shun upon... And I've never seen one. So I'm only going off of what girls have told us when they, you know, and I've had several girls tell two that I can think of tell me that if they let the guy pay, it makes it like it gives the wrong impression and it makes and it makes this atmosphere feel like it's a date. You know, and I'm like, I just feel like if any guy thinks that that makes that a date. So now you have entitlement to her or you have, you know, or now you have expectation of her to like call you the next day. Like that's on you, bro. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <clears throat> it's really on you. Yeah, you know. And for me, I, I'm the same way. Like, if even if a girl were to ask me out on a date, mm-hmm. I'm still gonna pay. Hell yeah! Because dude. I still said like, well, she asked. 
I'm still going to pay. Hell I, yeah. I said, okay. Hell yeah. But I think that's part of me just wearing that gentleman. Yeah. That gentleman shirt and just like, hey, look, here's the deal. Whether we're just friends or just go somewhere, you know, like I just want to be polite and I just want to be, I want to have my own personal approval of my own etiquette with how I approach it. But yeah. at the same time, I think to my defense, I'm not making it something it's not either. Right. <clears throat> if I'm trying to force a situation or make it something it's not, I, ca- I start calling you sweetie pie at the dinner table, and then I'm like going out of my way to pay for it so I can insinuate that it's something. Look, I'm just a douchebag at that point. Yeah. And that at that point, ladies, let him pay for it and just don't call the kind yeah, back. Yeah, but again, yeah. I think you're not I, obligated to do anything. Yeah, and guys, look, guys, if you're on a budget, <clears throat> go on less dates. Yes, because if you're on a budget and you're not financially, you should be a, fucking dating anyway. You should be handling God. your. You should be getting your life right. Yeah, you know. And I, th- man, write that down. Here. Yeah. <laughs> I got here. you. I got just, you. Just, just. Getting your shit together, getting your life right. I think a lot of times when people aren't happy with their life, and I think this is what's wrong with a lot of dating. Don't let me get too far on a tangent because we can, you know, we can go over this at the end. But when everything else is like wrong in your life and you're just looking for escapes to not have to handle stuff, well, dating sites are pretty fucking convenient, isn't mm-hmm. it? For guys and girls. So when you see like a high, just a vast number of people that are just inappropriate and just not the etiquette or whatever it may be on, on these online dating sites, I just think like the access to be able to drown yourself in that versus just getting your life together. And it's so much easier to just run from stuff and do that. So if guys aren't paying or being a certain way, like I just wonder how stable the rest of their life is and where their intentions at. Maybe they're just trying to get dinner out of somebody. Maybe. Well, and there's a lot, there's a lot of girls that are like that too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, and it's, but it's up to guys to like, be able to maybe have a couple of conversations with someone to try to like, just screen it the best as possible and see where that vibe is, or maybe getting them on the phone and having a couple of phone calls before you even go to dinner. Now, again, if you're, if you're obligated, if you're saying yes to that, even if the girl asks, I do think a guy should pay. Yeah. hundred percent. Don't make it something it's not, but I think this is why girls want to pay. Well, I don't want to make it a date. I end up going with this dude and maybe I don't like him or it's a different vibe or I'm not attracted to him. So I should pay, you know, like. No, like I just, guys just shouldn't make it something it's not. But, and I think that's for my own word, my own branding for myself, I guess, is like yep. whether a chick likes me or not, like I just want to be a good dude about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I think that's, I think me paying is more for me than it is it for is. being a gentleman or anything else like that. I think I just want to be a good guy. Well, and for us, um, this goes outside of dating. This is just yeah. how every, I feel like every interaction we have with somebody, I know you have the intention, I have the intention, and it's just a natural thing. We want to give a little more than we receive mm-hmm. across the board in every single situation. And 100%. in that case, even if it is somebody that's brand new, it's your first date, just by taking care of that, you know, and then you both have a good conversation or whatever, like you're just giving a little more than you receive, which I think is good practice all around. Um, I agree. Now, if you've got a guy that isn't doing this or that you know you're on a first date and he does let you pay it doesn't mean he's a bad dude this is like will said it's his personal branding kind of yeah it's a personal thing for us not that he's a bad it doesn't dude. necessarily mean anything i think it's the context right i think it's it's all context all the conversations and and everything else that kind of led up to what you were doing mm-hmm. but i also think it's just a small version of a girl proposing and yeah. i and i <laughs> and i disagree with that yeah now you know? If you've been in a relationship and the guy has been providing, because here's here's where I kind of get it, right? You've been yeah. paying for everything. You're in a relationship and the girl is like, hey, let me take you out tonight. You've been yeah. doing all this stuff for me. Let me take you out tonight. That's a different story, right? 100%. Yeah. Again, you just change the narrative. Yeah. The, the narrative is completely different. Like mm-hmm. now you guys are in a relationship and you're enjoying each other and that guy's been 
doing right by you and taking you out and having a good time and you want to spend some of your money on him or take him out and surprise him and you know i don't want to like i I would never want want to take that from someone Mm -hmm. if if i'm dating someone as much as i feel good to take him out and pay for that first date or pay for the majority of whatever we're doing i feel good doing that who's to say a girl can't feel good doing the same thing so of course like once you're in a relationship and things have been established and and you're a team Mm -hmm. with that of course i want those opportunities to come through you know and and allow her an opportunity to also feel good about what she's contributing to. I just think early on, I really want to establish myself and just yeah. not only for her, but for me, I just, I just want to feel good about the guy that I'm representing, whether you like me or not, whether you never talk to me again or not, I'm just, I'm, I'm too ugly for you or <laughs> I'm just not a good looking dude, I guess, man. Like, okay. <laughs> like no matter what it is, but I don't ever want you to have something bad to say to me. Like I was disrespectful right. or I was rude or I just, I just like to be a good dude. So I think the majority of why I choose to pay early on first time and early on is just establishing, you know, my, who I am choosing to be mm-hmm. with this person, mm-hmm. friend mm-hmm. or not friend, just choosing my path. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I 100%. like it. Now, uh, oh man, this one I was dreading. Uh, all <laughs> right. Just so made it a big deal. So, oh, let's hear it. If you have an STI, mm. should you disclose that prior to having intercourse with somebody? And okay. flip side of that. If you don't have an STI, how do you go out asking somebody if they do or if they've been checked or if they're clean? Interesting. I'm gonna and here, first and foremost, I fear people dating nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like with just how many people are carriers of stuff and just how common things get passed around. Like as much as there's probably jokes about this topic, it's also not a joking matter. And how uncommon condoms are now. Super uncommon, and maybe that's a cultural uncondom. thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, but yeah, I think it's a serious thing. And I, I think it's I think it's so hard to tell. You know, back back in your and I's day, right? Back in our day, if someone had an STI, it was an STD. It was an STD yeah, back then. Yeah. Now it's STI, cool. But back in our day, if someone had one, they were a slut, male or female. It was like, they're a hoe, they're a slut, or you're sleeping with someone dirty. Nowadays, like this dating epidemic is so out of control. I don't know how it's monitored. I can't even speak to how they're trying to contain that. So... There's probably some good girls that are not sleeping around with a ton of dudes that are still exposed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And vice versa. Yeah. Maybe a guy doesn't sleep around much, but when he does, you just happen Takes to sleep with time, someone. Man. And and look, here's the other thing too. Like maybe you don't even know you have it and you're a carrier. Mm-hmm. Thank God for you and I getting our damn blood work done every month, right? <laughs> like, you know, and just staying on top of our not health. Like STI blood no, work. We're, we're not funny. that concerned about it. No, <laughs> no. That definitely came off yeah. like that. Sorry about that. I just kind of threw you under the bus, didn't I? Hey, you like her. No. <laughs> we get tested every month. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, as much as like there's probably jokes about this, I don't want to joke about it because I, I do think it's there's just no it's really hard to filter through that. I think good people, guys and girls, end up with something and they're not mm-hmm. thirsty assholes just sleeping around. I'm sure those People get it too, but I think I think good people are finding themselves in bad situations, right? So I guess first and foremost, first part of that question, if you have it, mm-hmm. should you be disclosing that before having sex? Mm-hmm. Here's my deal. I have a two-phase on this. If whatever you have is curable, I would probably focus on that. I'd probably be sleeping with medication and getting my shit squared away, right? This would be part of getting your life squared away. Yep. You should probably be handling that to the best of your ability, or getting rid of it, period, if it's cured, if it's curable, prior to sleeping with anyone, right? Like, I think that's just a mature thing to do. Mm-hmm. If it's something that you contracted and it's not, like, you you just, you have to live with it, but you can, I think there's a couple of them that you can live with, but if you take medication, like, you won't spread it to anyone. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know which one that is, um, but I've heard some things like that. And yeah, I think you have to have that conversation. I, I, I don't know how you can, you know, have something like that and expose someone to something and look, oh, well, they're going to wear a condom, so that's okay. Or, because it's not just girls, mm-hmm. or I'm going to wear a condom so she won't get exposed to it. Mm-hmm. No, there's still mm-hmm. risk there. So, yes, I think 100% you should be having that conversation with somebody. The second part of that question is, <clears throat> you know, how do you ask without being rude? I don't know. I, I think everyone just has to kind of be themselves. So, if you know, if that's the – if you're at all slightly concerned, I, I'm. And this is hard to answer because it's like, well – is it is he with a lot of girls on his social media? Did you is does he date a lot? Do you know him from work? Does it look like he gets around or vice versa with the girl? Like, do you have reason to ask? Or is your protocol to just ask everyone because you're so scared? Whatever it is, like I think you just have to respectfully ask the best that you can and just yeah. say, Hey, look, no disrespect. You know, but like, have you ever contracted anything or or do you have yeah. anything? Like I'm yeah. just, you know, hey, with but I think I think, believe it or not, when you give people benefit of doubt and you just have a conversation. Like if, if a girl would ask me that, I'm trying to think of dating right now, and a girl would ask me that, I would say no. You yeah. know, and I wouldn't be mad because I think I've got two cents in my brain. And if she's like, hey, here's my concern, and this is kind of how dating is nowadays, and like I just want to protect my body the best that I can, I'm like, yeah, dating's a nightmare nowadays. Like I get it. Like I understand why you're asking me. I'm not yeah. offended. No, I'm good. Especially grown adults. Like you should be able yeah. to have that conversation for real. Well, and this is where it comes down to like, hey, if you're adult enough to start putting things in people's yes. body parts yeah. and all over the goddamn place, like yep. you can't have the conversation about it, but yeah. you can start swimming in each other's Petri dish. Well, that, that's the thing here. Here's my advice. That conversation is only awkward when it's one night you met the person you're about to hook up and you're like, hey, real quick, do you have anything? No, I'm good. All right, cool. All right. And then and, <laughs> well, and, hold and, on a minute. I think to kind of like trample over you right now, I think if that's going down and like guy or girl, it's going down night one and you're both like into that moment and you try to sneak that question in, they're going to tell you no. Exactly. A dude, a dude's hard and you're flirting around like that. And it's like, yes. Hey, real quick, you got anything? No, <laughs> nothing. So ah! my, my first tip, right? if you're, su- <laughs> if you're concerned about that, don't do that. Right. Don't oh. do these random hookups. Yeah. Secondly, secondly, because there are people that are just good people, man, like that do end up contracting something and they yes. don't sleep around all the time. They just they're unlucky. Yeah. Yeah. There is that. So secondly, if if you're in a situation to where you're actually going about it the way that you probably should to where, you know, the person you've met them a few times, you've seen their stuff on social, you have some idea the type of person that they are, then having that question is easier. Right. I think so. And I think it's just one of those things where just be respectful as possible. Don't. Do you have anything? Right. Like if you, if you here, if you say that question with your resting bitch face, you're probably going to get an asshole answer back. Yes. So I, I again, like anything else, like business, like any, or anything, other serious type of conversation that aren't our favorite sometimes. I think it's just about the delivery and just saying, hey, look, I'm not accusing you of anything, but here's how dating kind of goes nowadays, and I'm sure you're super aware because you and I are dating, you know. And this is my concern: Have you ever contracted anything, you know, before? And, you know, do you currently have anything? Like, I just want to make sure that I'm keeping myself as safe as possible. And hey, listen, I'm not saying that you sleep around a lot. Mm-hmm. I do know that people that don't sleep around a lot still get contracted with something right. before. Like, if you're coming off sympathetic and just under, and, and you come off from a place where you're just concerned and want to be safe, like, mm-hmm. I think that's more than okay. That's respectable, super respectable. But if yeah. you are sleeping around, that's a real risk that you run. 
Yeah, you might want to get, on get a, a penicillin shot every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, and that's the other thing. If you're sleeping around a lot, like, hey, guys and girls, look, hey, guys out there, right? Because guys were idiots, so I'm kind of prefacing this toward you. Like, hey, sleeping around, it's all good and it's cool. No, it's not cool. Because if you're doing that and then you do end up catching something that you have to live with, that, yeah, if you take a pill, it won't spread to anyone, but you still got to carry it for the rest of your life. What happens two years from now when you do meet that awesome chick? Mm -hmm. And then you do got to have that conversation and she's like, fuck no. Yeah. Sorry, bro. Yep. Like she's out of there. Mm -hmm. And now you're missing out on an opportunity that you do want. So guys, as much as it might be fun and whatever it may be to sleep around and have a good time. And I know technically, right, per like society rules from what it seems like is guys get high fived for sleeping around and girls get a different stigma for that. But guys, you can seriously mess up your future with a good woman one day mm -hmm. because you're being a fucking idiot at whatever sure. age or phase that you're in. And if you're in the thirsty ass hoe phase, and you're messing around and you're not being safe about that, you can really, really, really screw your future up with someone that's super solid. Yeah, it's true. Because you contract to something when you're an idiot. Mm -hmm. And then vice versa for girls. Mm -hmm. I know girls nowadays, it's like, hey, girls can, and this is like a stigma. It's, we even hear about it. Hey, girls can get theirs too. Yeah, <clears throat> 100%. However, guys can be dirty. Like mm -hmm. you just, I think you just got to be super careful with it. And I think people, you know, Guys and girls, I guess this is my end statement for this mm -hmm. question. Guys and girls, as much as dating sucks and as much as you're in a phase of like, oh, you just can't see the light at the end of the tunnel or there's no good dudes out there, or no good girls out there. At some point, something's going to work out for you. Mm -hmm. I would hate for your intermission, you know, to really have an effect on your long term play in life with someone because you're getting shit out of your system. Yeah, I think you should be careful. That's one thing about growing up, man, is you realize that there are real consequences out there. Yeah. And, you know, when you're 18, 19, 20, growing up, you're having fun and you're doing stuff like you don't really realize that, man. You know, yeah. until you see your friends going through shit and people lose their lives and then lose or lose their families or whatever. Yeah. Once you start hitting this age, like, damn, like there's some real consequences. So you have there's, to take care of your stuff, guys. If you're going to act like an adult, you have to. And you got to understand. Like <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to shun anyone from a phase. Girls, if you're out getting yours, awesome. I'm not saying that you have any less right to do that than a guy. Regardless of what society says, I do think that it's changing a little bit mm -hmm. and it's a little bit more acceptable for girls to do their thing. <clears throat> but again, not to beat a dead horse, I think whether you're a guy or a girl, especially nowadays, like you got to be super careful because this phase that you're in and you having fun and getting out of your system could really fuck you, no pun intended, for the long term, like, yeah. you know, for, for a long term player for you. And, yeah. and that'd be super detrimental. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Food for thought. Next one. Ghosting. Ooh. Ooh. Is it so difficult for people to just communicate and say, I'm not that into you? Oh, not a real ghost. I right. <laughs> I thought like <laughs> ghost, hunt, ghost hunting, yeah. Shaggy. Yeah. <laughs> There's a ghost. Not that kind of ghost. No, no. no, no. You like my Scooby Doo. I do. That was good. All right. Shaggy. Well, <clears throat> define ghosting for me. Is that just like yeah, a no call, no show? It's not no, to the date. No, you're communicating with someone, okay. everything's all great, you're doing whatever, and then all of a sudden nothing. They're right. gone. They're gone. Well, just kind of remember, remember in the first episode we were talking about just being emotionally invested mm -hmm. and, and allowing rejection to, mm -hmm. you know, have some sort of have such an effect yeah. on you. Yeah. And it's like, Hey, it's a like, same thing Two, I guess my, my question is, is two parted here. If someone has amazing, you know, conversations with you and you're talking on the phone and you're texting back and forth and then you guys go on a date and then after the date, they ghost you. That's your answer. Mm -hmm. They don't yep. want anything to do with you. 
I wouldn't go any further than that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, well, can't they just politely like say like they're just not that enemy? Like, yeah, but it's not going to change the outcome. Yeah, they're nicer about it, but just don't take it personal because you're yeah. just putting too much energy into someone that doesn't matter. If you haven't gone on a date and out of the blue, some like somehow they ghost you, you know, I would have the same reaction. You know, like I'd maybe text a couple of times if I just don't get any responses. I, I'm thinking in my head, like, I hope you're okay. I hope you didn't have a car accident. You know, I hope you're not dead, but I think those are the anomalies, mm-hmm. right? I don't think those are just the norm. I think, hey, I met you on a dating site. You're probably talking to someone else this week because you went on a date and it went well, and you don't have time to text me, and you haven't mm-hmm. got to my date, and you might not ever get to my date because mm-hmm. the girl you're dating that you went on a date with prior to me that I know nothing about that I should be expecting you to do because you're on a dating site, you're probably hanging out with her. So even if I haven't met you yet, if you ghost me, whether I know the reason or not, whether I agree with the reason or not, you got to understand it's a key indicator for you. Yes. Right. And it's yes. like, hey, he's obviously putting his attention somewhere else. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of? So it reminds me of when we're selling a house. Right. Yep. And we've had 10 showings on it, no offers. And the sellers are dying for feedback on the home. Right. Okay. And they're, well, what do the people think about it? Can't they know? Why don't they send out that feedback thing? And it's like, well, and then they send feedback and they're like, well, tell them this. And it's like, hey, like. Yeah, we they, had a, we had a lady like that. They don't even like you enough to like. Hey, I got speakers in my house. The people that came by, like, they they didn't like the carpet. Yeah, do they know so their speakers? So call them, tell them I'll change the carpet. Like, they're just making a comment. Yes, yes. Listen, they just don't like your house. Yeah, you know, and they're not buying it. If they were uh-huh. buying it, we'd have an offer. Uh-huh. You know. Now, what you can do is, if it has a weird smell. Or if there's something like that that you can fix for future people coming into your house, then that's different. Yes. Because people that don't mind your carpet, that don't mind your layout, that just don't like the smell of it, yeah, there's some things you can mitigate to make that house better, right? But if people aren't buying, they're not buying. But yeah, <clears throat> twofold. If they ghost you and you haven't met them yet, I just, I don't want to be, I don't want to like bad talk people right now. Yeah, maybe they got caught up at work. Maybe they got in a car accident. Listen, I'm just going to be super clear though. If I got in a car accident and I was talking to Kate, bro, I would text her from right. my hospital bed. Yeah. Hey, got in a car accident. Super sorry about last night. And I'd send you a picture of my broke ass leg in the hospital <laughs> because I'm just that into her. Yeah. So I would, I would hate to miss out on that opportunity. I'm not speaking for all guys. I'm not saying you should be in the hospital, like taking photos of your broke dick. I'm not saying that. Okay. I just think it's so rare. And I think like, oh, everyone, oh, everyone's busy at work. Oh, everyone got in a car accident. Like, the reality is they probably just don't like you that much. They just, and I don't think you should fish. And, I think that's yeah. your, I think people ghosting you again. And I think, look, it's just, it's an answer. Yes, if you is. go, if you try to prove a point to them or try to teach them some morals to treat people better, they're not listening to yeah. you. Yeah. You're actually giving up your own time. And, and it, energy. it doesn't mean you're ugly. It doesn't mean you're not interesting. It doesn't mean any of that. It just means maybe you are to them. Maybe you are to them. Or maybe they just found something a little better that they like. But that's okay. Because again, like not every, like, look, I still don't know why Kate thinks I'm hot. Okay. (laughs) Fuck. Okay. But she does. So I'm going to roll with it. Yeah. But that doesn't mean every girl thinks I'm cute. And just because they don't think I'm cute doesn't mean like I get wrapped around that. Yeah. I don't expect every person to, to enjoy my grits or my. My rapist wit, right? <laughs> <laughs> Double dumber quote. Movie quote, right? Yeah, I don't I don't expect everyone to. So just because someone's not that into me, it's it's not a negative. Yeah. Look, it's I'm just a different flavor for them. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like Hawaiian pizza, meat lovers. I don't like right, like whatever I like is what I like. It doesn't mean that the other one's bad. It's just not my flavor. It's and I 
I know that sounds silly, but people get so caught up in that, and I think it's true. Look, she just doesn't think you're cute or entertaining or, or funny. Cool, that's okay. You're going to find someone who thinks you are cute mm -hmm. or you are interesting and you are intriguing, and then vice versa. Girls, if a guy doesn't, he just doesn't like your style, your look, or whatever, like, that's okay. You should be with someone who does. Yeah, and while you're it's busy, not bad. while you're busy doing background checks and shit, yeah. okay, background checks and uh -oh. shit on some guy that ghosted you, oh, let me you like, could be spending time connecting and having conversations with guys out, that actually you're are to into you. I know. That's why I dropped the K word. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out. Yeah. KK, what up? <laughs> so Don't be doing no background check, girl. Correct. Right. Don't be doing back, no background checks. Go and actually have more conversations with guys that are into you, right? Yeah. I don't think you're going to, what are you going to do? Like, I guess the in-state like would be to get the guy to admit it. Like, okay, you caught me. It said on my background, I'm an asshole. You're right. I don't think you're pretty. Right. Now. Okay. Now what? Moving on. Get the fuck off <laughs> yeah. of my porch, you crazy yeah. bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and look, I don't really think, man. When you take a breath, I know something good's about to come out. <laughs> like, I'm not a fan of the crazy bitch thing. Okay. I'm not saying they don't exist. I just think guys brew it out of them. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of crazy, and I'm quoting this, this, the stigma of yeah. girls are crazy. Oh, cra oh, she's a crazy bitch. I don't think girls are just organically that way. I think they just go through or just guys drive them to a point more times than not. Yeah, I'm agreed. sure there's people out there that can prove me wrong. I'm only speaking for what I can speak to. But if you're doing background checks and doing all this stuff to go out of your way to like try to prove a point that doesn't even exist because it just doesn't matter mm -hmm. why he ghosted you, you're borderlining it right now, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, you're just you're yeah, borderline. Yeah, like, if yeah. I if I was a if I was a cop again and I had to arrest crazy bitches and I came across my friend that was, I'd be like, hey, this is your final warning. Yeah, you're like, any right. any more evidence stacked on you that you like you're going to crazy town jail. You're going, girl. Your <laughs> oh, your ass is funny. out of here. And you know, but I think that's for for anyone. That's a slippery slope of where you just start putting your time and energy, right? Versus just understanding, like, if someone ghosts you, don't take it as an insult. Like, hey, just and don't take it as a bitch either. Just don't take it anyway. Don't have you know, because girl and I, no disrespect, girls. Okay, I'm I'm I could be wrong. Girls either dive into it and try to like find this person so they can call them out and hey, why are you ghosting me? Or they do the other side. Oh, well, fuck him. He ain't shit. And then, like, they come off super pretentious or entitled. Mm -hmm. And sometimes girls have that entitled behavior of, you know, looking down on men because they met a couple guys that ain't shit. Okay. I get it. How about just not having any emotional response to it? How about just understanding people just kind of are who they are? Mm -hmm. And if you stop wrapping a relationship or emotions around it and you realize that that's just human behavior... It's not so serious, mm -hmm. and it's just more time you can allocate to meeting someone productive. And I promise you, there's guys that you've ghosted and you don't even remember. Ooh. I promise you, you girls have had Eli. conversations with people and then left them high and dry. You girls ghost each other. Yeah, that's true, too. Girls ghost each other, yeah. but because there's no emotional attachment or expectation, like, you know, Kate had a bunch of her friends over the other day, and they hadn't talked in, like, forever. And you know how that conversation goes, oh, my God, I haven't talked to you, like, forever. Uh -huh, and uh -huh. you know how us guys are, oh, my God, right. I haven't talked to you, like, forever. Like, it's the same thing. It is. And there's no anger. There's no animosity. It's just like, hey, dude. And then what do you, t and then what do you tell all your other friends when you see them, like, oh, man, we just... We picked up right where we left off. Mm -hmm. I heard the same thing from Kate. Oh, mm -hmm. we just like, that's Kate's voice, by the way. Yeah. Oh my God, we just like, it's good. didn't even miss a beat. It's just like, <laughs> it, right? You know, that's like, pretty good. But here's the deal. 
that's completely okay. Yeah. You know, like other people have other stuff going on. So it could be like if someone ghosts you, like literally like it might not have anything to do with you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But if we stop putting the expectation around it, just because we're talking to someone that there's expectation that they must maintain communication. And if they don't, they must execute an excuse slash reasoning that you approve of, of why they're mm-hmm. not. You're out of your fucking mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the people well, are just, just and, not and look in the mirror again. It doesn't matter. The reason I don't get mad at people when they cut me off on the highway or whatever is because I know I've accidentally cut people off on the highway. Yeah. So with you, Look, do a little thinking. I guarantee you've ghosted guys and maybe you didn't have a good reason. You just stopped talking to them, right? And here's my deal. If you're arguing every single point that we've made right now, okay. <laughs> but my catch-all is it's, that person's just not that into you, yes. okay? Like whatever you're trying to prove there and energy you're spending toward that, like it's not gonna, mm-hmm. it's not gonna create any resolution or any progress for you. So again, allocating your time towards just other stuff, even matter. stuff that has nothing to do with dating, Yeah. right? Like- crocheting a blanket i don't know mm-hmm. something like anything would be more productive than diving down a rabbit hole mm-hmm. and here's the deal if that person reaches back out to you hey i'm super sorry i know i ghosted you whatever for a week and here's here's here was my situation well maybe maybe they explained it mm-hmm. maybe they articulated it and maybe there's a reason okay and then maybe you go out with them but here's the deal here's why i think it's okay to give someone a pass because if that's them it'll happen again yeah and if they ghost your ass a second time, well, then, yeah, you're just done with them. Yeah, but could know. someone be worth, a, you know, because I don't want girls assuming because they get ghosted. Oh, well, they're just seeing someone else and didn't have time to respond to my text messages because some girl would be looking at their phone. Oh, that girl's gone. Now he's hitting on me. Maybe. Or maybe he had some family stuff. Or maybe it was work stuff. Or whatever he's telling you on the phone when he comes back from ghosting you and says, hey, Here's my situation. Like, maybe he's not lying. Maybe mm-hmm. not every guy's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's not lying. And maybe if you, if you choose, you give him an opportunity. Now, if he ghosts you and blocks you on social media, no. Okay? He's probably <laughs> he's doing done. other stuff. He's done. And yeah. if he comes back, yeah, he's full of shit. But yeah. if there's nothing on his social media, and if you see it or if you have access to it, because I don't think that's stalking. I don't think that's a background check. If someone's your friend on social media or, or on, on some other site and you're able to see kind of like what they're doing, they got some they got some bullshit, but you saw like, hey, man, I appreciate what you're saying. Thanks for coming back after you ghosted me. But I just saw you out three nights ago with your boys mm-hmm. at the bar. Mm-hmm. You were obviously doing okay. You didn't think of me to just like say, hey, sorry for ghosting you two days ago. Yeah. Or if you see that, why even explain it to him? Yeah, just know those Because now you already know your on. answer and then right. just move on. Yeah. So if he, if he comes back from from ghosting you and he's got some excuse, he or she's got some excuse and you saw her out with her girlfriends or him out with his guy friends or whatever he was doing and you can tell clear as day he's had opportunity to reach out and just didn't and he's giving you a different excuse beyond I'm an idiot, I forgot to reach out, I was with my guys and I'm an mm-hmm. asshole. You know, you don't even have to let go Hey, thanks for reaching back out. But um, so I just saw you with your boys three nights ago on your Facebook. What you didn't, you couldn't have texted me three days ago. You're so right. But again, like you're not going to get yourself anywhere. Like you, you just saw his behavior, his or her behavior. Mm-hmm. You just saw their actions, right? Like they're obviously preoccupied. They're not in a phase where you're top of mind. That's your answer. Just don't respond to the text message. Mm-hmm. Stop wasting your fucking time. Be grateful you got an answer. Yes. But yeah. as much as I'm telling you, stop wasting your time. There might be some guys that do have a valid reason mm-hmm. and whatever they're telling you over the phone is actually true. And if you don't have any other reason not to believe them, like you don't have them on social media, you don't have ways of seeing and you don't have a reason not to believe him, maybe you still give the guy an opportunity because mm-hmm. maybe he's not full of shit. Mm-hmm. But if he is, I promise you that behavior will come back. It'll show itself and you just move on from then. Mm-hmm.
It's good advice. Thanks, buddy. I like it. So, all this right. is like our new career now. We're no longer day one dollar zero. Eli and I are gonna be on tour. Yeah, talking to females about how idiots, how much idiots hey, guys if are. We can help people, man. <laughs> oh no, shit. Um, all right. So, texting. What's an acceptable reply time for texting? Ooh. What's an acceptable time for texting? I don't know, man. It's case by case. Yeah. I mean, is it, did you go on a date? You did? Yes. Are you saying that or is yeah. that what the message says? No. Are you, see, are you framing something we have, right now? We have, let's, let's assume they, they're going on a date. And well, let's just assume texting in general, right? Someone that you're dating. Okay. Girls just hate when it takes too long to reply to a text. I don't care what they hate. I know. <laughs> well, I That's mean. That's why they're asking this question, though. It's like, so layered. Like, you got single guys that are out there right now. And I'm, obviously, I'm, I'm trying to answer for women because this is a women's show. So, guys, if I'm shitting on you, mm -hmm. take it. Take it like a man. I'm just I'm shitting on the possibilities because I'm trying to do my best for, for girls. We're going to get to guys next month. But, what you know, you have a lot of single guys that are parents. So, I mean, does mm -hmm. he have kids at home? Like, you have a busy and then, job. Well, here's the deal, man. Like, I'm trying to imagine myself. Like, let's say I were single right now. Yeah. Right? Well, I know what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> Not what you're thinking. <laughs> no, okay. I would die. I don't have the patience for it. Um, but, like, how busy I am with my kids. Like, yeah. if I went on a date at night and I'm getting home, like, I got to see my kids or whatever it may be. And then, then that next morning and I'm getting up and getting kids ready for school and getting my son food and all of these things because it's like it's my time to have them and then right after that i'm driving straight to the gym because i got to get it in before work mm -hmm. and i'm going straight to work and then it's wednesday or friday and i got meetings right away mm -hmm. i don't have time to text you at all that yeah. next day yeah well don't you have, you know well you got a second if i text and drive yeah if i text from the shitter and that's assuming i don't have an email to answer text right. and driving exactly. or an email to answer from the shitter like you're yeah. so now you're assuming that like me responding to a text message from you rates above everything else that i'm doing i think that's where it gets dangerous right mm -hmm. um and like here's the thing don't wait for a text mm -hmm. if you had a date and you had a fun date women and the next day you know like it, it, you know i like i remember when kate and i were dating i did like if if you know we were out somewhere and she met me there you know so we, we didn't drive together we like we met and i didn't drop her off you know i would text to make sure she got home okay mm -hmm. But again, that's just me. I'm not requiring that. I'm not saying that should be it. But my next text message was after the day, just making sure she got okay. But I'm not going to sleep well if I don't know she got a home okay. I just want to mm -hmm. make sure she's mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. um, so that was my next one. But then, so for girls, if you don't get that, okay, cool. Like, that's fine. The next day, if you haven't heard from him and it's like midday, well, he's probably in the middle of work and whatever he's doing. But girls, if you want to send a text that just says, hey, had a great time last night. You know, let me know when you've got some time. I'd love to say hi to you on the phone or chat about next weekend. And then if he doesn't respond in the first 10 minutes, that's okay. Yes. Maybe that night he can respond, you yes. know? Um, I, but I don't think it's necessarily like required for the first 24 hours. No, I think, I think, you know, a lot of these questions and it's can be all going to be, man. Yeah. Sorry. A, a lot of these questions can be answered just by not having so many expectations of people. And I think because you live your life and you have your certain lifestyle and you know how much you're around your phone and how much you stare at your phone and how quickly you respond to people, you expect people to do the same thing in return. And here's the thing. People just have completely different lives, completely different obligations, and just completely different habits of how often they pull their damn phone out of the pocket or not. So 
all across the board to stop having so many expectations of people. Secondly, you have to learn to look at things from a case by case scenario and not Mm -hmm. put this blanket thing on there that you read from Cosmo magazine. Well, it said that if a guy doesn't reply back in 10 minutes, he's not that into you. No, it, it, that's not true at all. You have to Mm -hmm. look at the context and be able to give somebody the benefit of the doubt based on all their other actions and all their other behaviors and signs. If they're just busy or if they've been doing this to you since day one and they don't have a job and you know, they're at home smoking weed on the couch or something all day, that's what they do for whatever reason. They're still dating the guy. Then that's maybe a little bit different when he's not getting back to you, but that's a whole nother show. It is. That's a whole nother show. I'll tell you this much. If you're dating me, you're going to get a text. Yes, you will. Because Will lives on his damn phone. And I, yep. there's so many things that I'm doing through social media and different stuff that I yep. do throughout my day. If you're dating Eli, you ain't getting shit. <laughs> you ain't getting shit for a minute. Yeah, that's true. Right? Like, yeah. however, I don't necessarily, and I'm trying to use you and I as an example, because mm-hmm. it's true. Yeah. And it's not true just with dating, because obviously, like, you and I are not single per it's, se. It's right? habits and like You like that per se? It's, still yours fat. <laughs> It's habits and personal it's preference. It's also with and, business and different yeah, things, right? Yeah. Like there's just the nature of our business and the nature of like what I do for our business. A lot of it is on my damn phone and it's mm-hmm. interacting. And there's some things where you're putting your phone down because you're on a laptop doing stuff on backends and things like that. Like, yeah. you know, and it's just our, I think how we naturally just gravitate to our different stuff. Yeah, so like, yeah, look, here's the deal. If you're dating me, I got you. If Will doesn't text message you back in 10 minutes, you're ghosted okay <laughs> give up yeah because i i'll be texting you i'm probably texting you first if you're dating eli you're ghosted from the get-go but it's not a ghost town yeah like yeah. eli is just like his nature and what he does it's just different for what him and i are doing throughout our days yes right now here's the deal though so completely different responses right there mm. however i don't think that i care more about my relationship than you do i don't think that at mm. all but if you're just looking at that at face value, apparently I do, mm-hmm. Eli, because I'm well, just all over it. But it's not true. I genuinely think that you care just as much about your family as I do for mine. Mm-hmm. But different responses. Dude, so you're and, right. And I just know that I get distracted so easily that mm-hmm. if, I get, if I'm in the middle of doing something, on my phone even, and I get a text message from something and I know it's going to distract from what I'm doing. I'm setting a reminder to call that person back yeah. or I'm just minimizing the little screen and I'm finishing off what I'm doing. Now, yep. some of those things get forgotten. And for the record, he fucking does it to me. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah. get a goddamn text back right That's away. true. Matter of fact, some of my texts say, hey, bitch. <laughs> He's like, yeah, 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 I got you. Shut up. Like, yeah. okay. Like, and then he gets back to me later. Like, but I wish people could, I wish girls could see that because yeah. the way that you are responsive to me is probably very consistent to how you respond to Megan. Obviously, mm-hmm. unless it's an emergency case mm-hmm. basis, that's anomalies. We're not going there. But I just think our demeanor is a little different with our approach. But I don't think I care more for my family than you mm-hmm. care for yours. Mm-hmm. I think it's mm-hmm. just how we we operate our business and, and what I'm doing and just how attentive I am to things. You get distracted by something. Yeah. Me? Big time. I just do it right away. Like I could literally be writing a thesis. Someone could text me. And I could bang that text out or voice text it as I'm typing. And then you're right back to I don't thing. miss a beat, dude. Yeah. I can multitask like crazy. Mm-hmm. If anything, sometimes it makes me feel more in my flow. Mm-hmm. I got no problem. I can do it all day. Mm-hmm. For you, you compartmentalize different. You've got it like, hey, I'm writing this right now or I'm, I'm working on this back end for something. business. But to your defense, some of these things that we're doing on the back end for our business, like I don't know if I can multitask. Like sometimes you got to focus on what the hell you're doing, you know? So I, I think you're right. I think having so much expectation on something, that's where it gets hard. I do think like if me or, or whatever guy, if they can't get back to you right away, like let's say you text them that next day and they don't get back to you. 
and like maybe that evening they get back to you, I'm going to be talking to you about my schedule. Not as like a jerk, but let's say like you text me at 10 in the morning. Hey, had a great time, yada, yada. And you and I are just slammed with accountability meetings and we've got some other stuff. And then maybe something comes up on a deal and we're putting out fires because we're closing tomorrow. Some shit happened. And I'm literally, because there are times where I am, I'm not looking at my phone or if I am, I'm on the phone making phone calls and you're just not going to hear from me. That night when I slow down myself, even if it's, and here's where I think guys could be better unless they're just ghosting you and then they're just not worth your time. Even if it's 10 o'clock at night, I'm going to text you mm -hmm. and I'm going to say, hey, listen, I'm super sorry it's so late. Here's how my day went. You know, here's how my days typically go. So if you don't hear from me like at 10 a.m., you know, and typically I'm off by like 7 p.m. Today went a little crazy. I know it's 10. I hope you're sleeping well. I at least just wanted to send you this text message so you knew I was thinking about you versus letting it go to that next day. And I think a girl, whether she's sleeping or not, if that's the earliest you can get back to her, I think she'll respect that. Yeah. You know, and again, in that text message, I'm still explaining, hey, here's how my days kind of mm -hmm. go. So if you don't hear from me, I would really hate for you to get the wrong impression. And I'm going to speak like that if I care about you because I don't want to, like, lose that opportunity with you. Yes. If you're cool, but it ain't like that, I don't know. But then again, I don't know if I'm going on dates if you ain't like well, that. Well, and this is why so, not having expectations is so important. And yeah. based on the person's previous actions and behaviors – you need to give benefit of the doubt when possible because here's the thing. Will's going to have that amazing response for you provided after your text didn't get replied to in the first 10 minutes, you didn't follow up with, oh, so you're not responding to me? Oh, I guess I'm just not that point to you. Oh, you're probably out with some other girl. And then it just oh, gets progressively shit. worse <laughs> until he's finally able to look at his phone at 10 o'clock at night. You're going to get a different response from him than what he just said. I'm going to go, hey, you're crazy. <laughs> not going to lie. I kind of like it. Okay. Here's how, you know. Don't tempt them, bro. I don't that's tempt me. Them. That's me. And I hey, listen, girls that are out there, if you don't think Kate is a little rough around the edges, yeah. if you don't if you don't think pretty little innocent Kate yeah. has has got some sharpness in her ear out of your mind. It takes a lot to keep me entertained, but, buddy. But I she, need I need to be with someone who I think might kill me. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Not, like <laughs> only, they could. Not that they might. But only but they when could. I see it coming, like, hey, I just yeah. I'm an idiot. She's gonna kill me. If I'm just like being me and everything's cool and she wants to kill me because I'm at work, that's different. I'm yes, not talking about yeah. that. But I probably would make a joke. I tend to be super forgiving. If a girl just like let the floodgates open because I wasn't texting her all day and I don't get to my phone until nine o'clock mm -hmm. at night, you know, like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, hey, a little crazy. All good. I kind of like it. However, listen, I'm sorry. I couldn't get back to you. Mm -hmm. Here's how my days go. So if you don't hear from me, Here's why. I know it's super late. I hope you're sleeping well, you know, and, and if this is something that you still want to pursue, I'd love to. I just got to have you understand my schedule. That's me giving you benefit of doubt that you only have a little bit of crazy. You're a nice Cool. Dude. Well, but I'm also forgiving of that circumstance. And mm -hmm. I also know like, hey, you know what? Maybe she's like that because she's been fucked over so many times and she just happens to like let the floodgate open on the wrong guy. What? A, and we talked about this in the first episode. Even when I have an opportunity to be right and like slam it home to someone, why? Maybe just being forgiving and going, hey, I get it. I'm sure there's a lot of idiots. I get it. But listen, I'm not that idiot. Mm -hmm. Here's how my day went. This is literally the first time I had an opportunity to get back to you. And I'm super sorry I didn't explain this earlier. And if you'd still like to pursue something, hey, that's great. I'd oh. love that. But I got to have you understand my schedule. You're like awesome that, could, that yeah. could, But that can also help me gain a lot of progress with someone. Yeah. Now, am I taking a risk as a guy? Yeah. Because here's the deal. Maybe she, that's just her, okay? But um, guess what? Just like I told you about guys ghosting you and they come back and make up for it, 
if that's their character flaw, they're going to ghost you again and then yeah. just be done with it. So that's true. Am I taking a risk by maybe going on a couple more dates with a girl just for her to act all crazy again? Maybe. But then you know. But I'm also risking the reward of maybe she's just been fucked over so many times. She didn't know how else to react and didn't put much thought into it. She just let me have it because I'm like every other asshole. But because I came and I was nice and I articulated and I apologize for not explaining it sooner. And I still had that opportunity, right? Like, I think that's super huge. Now, if she shows that side of her again a week, okay, so I wasted a week. And if she shows it again, then I'm just done. Yeah. But I think with that scenario, the risk is worth the reward to be a gentleman about it and maybe prove a girl wrong mm -hmm. when she's been right so many times. Because again, understand the playing field. It's dating is so just frustrating nowadays. If you can, if you can play that, if you can play that gamble right and and even when you have an opportunity to be right and slam it to her, you don't, and you come out and, and you prove her wrong, man, you could really gain some progress. And look, maybe that's a super, super funny story down the road when you guys are married. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah. I'm okay to take that risk. But I also know that, like, I'm doing my part, you know. But girls that are out there, understand, like, we got friends that are contractors. They just don't even pick up their phone. They got to turn it in. Like, it, well, you look turn at, like, in. yeah, you got, like our DOD clients. Or DOD clients or, like, guys that are general contractors yes, that, yes, that yes, are out, yes. like, building just, houses. They're covered in mud all day. Yeah, yeah, and they're building a house or they're doing reframe work. Like, if they pick up their phone every five minutes, they're not going to get that job done and they don't get paid. So I do think there should be a little bit more patience from the female side. Mm -hmm. But I also think, hey, guys could be taking a little bit more initiative as far as that communication on how your days go. And yeah. just making a point when your day does come to an end that you're at least returning a text message or you say, hey, you know, like, like if I hadn't had a text from a girl in 24 hours, I'm not mad at her. Mm -hmm. And when I get done with my day that night, I'm probably gonna say, hey, I hope your day went well. I had a great time the other night. If that's something that you wanna continue, I'd love to hear from you. Yeah, You know, otherwise like, hey, get some rest enjoy your day tomorrow mm -hmm. and then if i don't hear back from you then you know i'm all good man don't you know. don't get emotional about then you know 100 all right so here's a question is this Can, a new one that just popped up you had uh, a smile on your face no nope. oh, okay uh i'm just happy to see you that's all oh yeah <laughs> sweet bye can guys tell when you are insecure even if on the outside your exterior is not is not oh god i'm fucking up this question i'm sorry whoever has this so <laughs> start it over can guys tell you're insecure even if on the outside you appear very put together I don't know. You appear confident. You're put together. Can guys I think sense it, insecurity? Well, I'm. I've. I consider myself pretty emotional, intelligent. Pretty emotionally intelligent. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. that's one of my strengths. And I think. I wish that was a little bit more defined, like insecure physically, insecure inside in a Ins crowd. Yeah, yeah. So well, inside, so just. But it, what's making you insecure inside? How you look. Or maybe like you're super confident how you look, but you're just an introvert and you hate crowds and your stupid girlfriends dragged you out to some club let's downtown Denver. Let's say all Denver. of the above. Yeah, let's say all of the above. I don't know. Man, that's a good question because I do consider myself pretty emotionally intelligent. But I think if I'm... I think guys sense something mm -hmm. and they might just get turned off by it. I mm -hmm. think like maybe like if you're coming off insecure... Because so if guys are out and they're kind of like thinking you're cute or they're into you, they're going to be looking at your reaction toward them. Right. So if you're coming off insecure, I don't think a guy knows like, ah, oh, she super digs me. She like if you saw a girl acting uncomfortable, Eli, like hypothetically here, if you and I were single and we're hanging out at, at View House or wherever mm -hmm. we're at. Some girl's off in the corner and she's like super quiet or just acting a certain way. And like I looked at her and then like, hey, bro. That girl's super into me. She's just insecure. Yeah. I think he would smack <laughs> me in the fucking face. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. no, bro. I think she's trying to crawl into that wall because yes. you keep staring at her. Yes. So I think 
to answer the question the best that I can, if I'm answering, like if I'm picturing myself being single and a girl's acting what I would assume to be insecure, like I'm assuming like you're, I'm picking up on something, but I'm probably correlating it to like, you're just not that into me. And it probably Versus, comes off. Oh as, yeah. You super like, like I can't yeah. imagine going, yeah, you super like me. Right. You're just insecure. Like, right, right, right. Oh God. I, yeah. That's another shirt. I, think, <laughs> it, put that I shirt. think it comes back to the, the resting bitch face thing. Like Will said, yeah. if you're feeling insecure, you're you're definitely showing it somehow even if you have your makeup on and your dress is hot and all this stuff if you're feeling insecure you're probably showing it somehow so my recommendation is find out what you're insecure about and then if it's the environment that you're insecure in change your environment don't go yeah don't go do if you're saying it's not going downtown and drinking because you don't like it like don't do it don't do it and you know what <clears throat> and obviously this is centuries ago because you and i are out of the dating world one that I picked up on a lot. In fact, you can help me answer this. Like, get mm. your mic ready over mm -hmm. there, big dog. But one that I picked up on all the time <clears throat> that I did identify as insecurity were girls that were, like, acting overly rambunctious. Oh, Like, God. overly entertaining. Yeah. Overly having fun. Overly drinking. Overly Challenging guys friendly, to drinking contests. Or, yeah. or not even talking to guys just with their girlfriends, yep, yep, but yep. just overly laughing and overly like enjoying their girls it's like when you see that you're like hey you're on a fallback night and you're in, you're in a lot of pain and you're gonna go do a lot of dumb shit or you are super uncomfortable so you're trying to like overly desensitize yourself yeah. by like overly exposing yourself to that it, i don't even know mm -hmm. if that makes sense mm -hmm. yeah. i think what i'm trying to say is you're overly exposing yourself to that element yeah you're overcompensating yeah overly compensating yeah. Yeah. like i've I, like i've seen that before and those things do come off as insecure and they're a super turnoff. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. here's the thing. If you're Hold on a minute. Hold oh, on a minute. You took it. You're yeah. Fat's gonna fat's Oh gonna, fat. We got fat. All right, what's Fat's question? Fat, do you concur with that? Or is there anything that you see in your in your dating realm that comes off where you can identify a girl being insecure? No. No. I, I think I, yeah, I agree with you. You've seen I the see, girls like seen, I'm talking about yeah. that just overindulge, overly expose themselves and mm -hmm. well, not exposed physically, overexpose themselves. No, we all to know a that girl. We all know the girl you're talking about. Yeah. We've all seen her out. And then she's usually crying on the sidewalk at 2 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. But here's and, that girl. <laughs> but here's here's um, but girls in, in, in your defense, guys, the guys can do that, too. Mm -hmm. But I think girls, if you're insecure, if you're acting that way, I get super concerned for you because there might be idiot guys that are like hey she's a train wreck i'm gonna go Dude. i'm gonna go i'm gonna go introduce myself to that yeah. and because you're overly out there like maybe you make a bad decision and I'm, I'm not look we're all adults you make the decisions you make and these are your fault however there are times where girls are acting out and girls are vulnerable to situations and they're overly exposing themselves and overly having fun and maybe getting a little bit too drunk and you end up in some dude's car Mm -hmm. And that guy knows exactly yeah, what real. scenario you're in. Like, ah, she looks like a train wreck. Hi, how are you? And they can't wait to introduce themselves to you because they think like that's an opportunity for themselves. So on a serious note, that's where I get concerned for girls that are in that realm and they're exposing themselves to the public is like, look, there are people, men and women, but a lot of times men that are just predators mm -hmm. to that scenario. And you got to be super careful, yeah, right? You super do. careful. Well, and I think, you know, coming back to why you're insecure. So I'm going to use a scenario in this situation that maybe it's your dress or your look or your makeup or you're just out at the fancy bar. One thing I want to stress to girls is 
do not overestimate what a guy thinks is attractive because you don't need to be that Instagram model for us to think you're attractive. Mm -hmm. If you're uncomfortable because you're wearing six inch heels and you don't normally and you're wearing all this makeup and you don't normally, but you think you need to do that to attract a guy. No, I'm telling you, if you went to that same bar and wore your Chuck Taylors and your skinny jeans and your flannel shirt with a v white, v white V neck underneath, <laughs> that's your wife's shirt. No, your yeah, medium. Right. <laughs> but if you just went there in your element and wore what you normally do that makes you feel comfortable and now you don't have resting bitch face because you're not worried about staying up on your heels you're or not worried about, about how, how you look sexy you look or not or how that other girl next to you do not I, yeah. all you girls end up looking the same anyway you know back in the day like before back in the day can you time stamp that God, all you girls look the same anyway <laughs> they do man it's just over here laughing like, what off dude it's true <laughs> like you just you go on instagram and it's like all the girls are doing their makeup the same way. They're all well, wearing the same shit. That should be like, a shirt too. By the way, if you guys keep hearing us talk about, oh, that's a shirt. Elon and I have a shirt company. We're we gonna have a shirt list, yeah. <laughs> of clothes that should be on the shirts, but it's true. Like yeah. nice butt. Now what? Yeah. Thank like, you. Like right. I'm not saying girls on Instagram and girls in Denver don't have nice asses. Hey, cool. That that's like me expecting Kate to say there's no good looking guys in Denver. Yes. Yeah. A ton, probably. Mm -hmm. Right. Like she better not say it to my face. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But now what? Like, there's so much more to, like, our relationship beyond me just being the most gorgeous guy for her, okay? <laughs> like, there's things that, that she enjoys about me. There's things that I enjoy about her. And, like, yeah. are there other girls out there with, like, nice butts? Yeah. Cool. Now what? And I think especially, like, in the dating world, yeah, a lot of guys get distracted and because we're idiots. And you're looking at all the physicals and you're swiping. Well, girls are allowing it. Girls are allowing guys to serial date. Girls are doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you're kind of a product of your own environment. If you're just exposed to dating sites, you're a product of that environment. And mm -hmm. like, that's just the nature of the beast with how that goes. Mm -hmm. So if you want to be, you know, put into an environment where it's, it's the nice, but now what? Like you've got to be able to just meet people in a different realm yeah. or gamble because maybe one in a million people on those sites are actually legit. That mean people. I've got a couple of friends that are married off of those yeah. sites. Uh, they're paid. They're not Bumble. So just full disclosure, not sponsored by anyone here. But I've got friends that met on Match.com. Mm -hmm. Both of them are married. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, but maybe paid sites are better because people are actually putting their some of their own money and time into something versus yeah. like these swipe rights that are just super easy. I think it's serial dating. And what do you expect a guy to be doing on there? I think he's in that phase of thirsty ass hoes and girls that are on that site. Why are you on that site, but then you want something different out of mm -hmm, it? Mm -hmm. It doesn't work like that. Mm -hmm. If you know, like if you don't if you don't like football players, don't go to football practice to date dudes. Or at least change you your just expectations. Can't. Just don't set the expectations yeah. that you set on a platform like that. It's really hard. Yeah. You know, again, like the likelihood, the needle in the haystack. Yep, I'm not gonna say that it's not there. I don't wanna say people from Bumble haven't gotten married. Right? We had some clients that did. Off Bumble? Yeah. It was uh -huh. early Bumble. Yeah, I think, actually, like I think it was Tinder. Now. I think it was Tinder. Yeah, but it was early, dude. It wasn't like it is it was, now. But I'm speculating. Yeah. <laughs> but, again, I think there's a lot of that. Yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, but, I think the insecurity, I think you're right. Like, just being comfortable in your own skin and going out and doing what you love. Yeah. And look, if you're not used to wearing heels and you want to go out and do that, we're just going to make fun of how you walk in right. heels. Or, well, unless it's required, if you're at a wedding, that's and it's, here's getting the thing. stuck in the it's, weeds. It's but. the same reason Will and I don't wear suits in real estate. Or heels. Don't wear suits or heels in real estate. Right now, anyway, it's just not who we are. And if I'm no. so worried about my damn suit because it's not who I am, and then I'm like, ah, oh, the sleeve's too long. I need to get this tailored, but it's all wrinkled. And I'm just, then yeah. I'm too focused and I can't actually focus on my client and doing a good job and presenting, you know, the offer the best that I can for them. I'm too worried about my damn self. So yeah. when you're out dating, it's the same thing. Just be authentic, be who you are. And chances are you're going to be a lot more comfortable. And newsflash, guys don't give a shit what you're wearing. If you're a cool chick and you can, have some fun and relax a little bit and yeah. 
hang out with the guys sometimes, that's all we really need. That's 100%. true. That's all we really need. Now, full disclosure, Eli's speaking for all men here. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm trying to speak from my own perception the best that I can. That's no, I think yeah. it's great advice. I think it is nice when girls can just kind of cut loose a little bit and just relax and enjoy it and you know, and be, you know, be attractive and be feminine and, but also like just be super cool with hanging out with the guys sometimes. Or, you know, like when you go out with your guy, not having to like hang on his arm or do all these certain things. Like I remember, um, and she's probably going to kill me for telling this story, but it's actually a compliment there. But we, we went to a UFC fight not mm-hmm. too long ago. I had a, I had a, um, an old friend of mine that was fighting. He was uh, the main event. Mm-hmm. I think he was a main event or he was the co-main event. Mm-hmm. And, um, I got some tickets, cool, like he threw me some, and he had a box, whereas all of his friends and family are going to be, I'm like, nah, man, I don't really want a box, mm-hmm. and um, he's like, cool, let me see if I can get some more, and I'm like, cool, so, you know, we get some, so he, he throws me some more tickets, and it's like right behind the Fox box, mm-hmm. so we're, mm-hmm. we're club level, it's like super cool little spot, but it's like right where that Fox box is, um, and I had no idea, full disclosure, right, but, so my... Um, and I'm going to keep this super neutral here, but yeah, my, yeah. my ex was there okay. um, for work. Anyway. In the Fox box. Let's not get detailed. Okay. Eli. We're so just going to leave it for be. Okay. So, so Fox she box. Was there. And we're probably, man, we're probably, I don't know, like we're, you know, 20 feet from her. I okay. don't know. And I don't, she had never like seen me with someone new mm-hmm. and I hadn't seen her in years in the first place. Mm-hmm. It was all good. It was no big deal, but. Credit to Kate because when we like we when we went like man she was in her chucks and her jeans and um, we were hanging out enjoying the fights and like yeah there's a couple lookbacks of I think she thought it was like what do you call it when a girl like is like looking at new girl like like yeah um, like sizing her up a little bit yeah yeah she yeah. had a different word for it I'm yeah. sure she can clarify I thought it was more curiosity which again human nature right especially well, with exes like, I'm giving benefit of doubt yeah. it's like no that's not what it, and again to girls defense girls speak girls yeah it's true like we know what guys are doing you ever have that like hey I speak guy yeah that fucking guy is doing this no yeah, he's yeah, just being yeah, like yeah, yeah, no yeah. he's not he doesn't push your car home <laughs> when you break down 10 blocks down the road because he's a nice guy yeah, yeah. no he doesn't like <laughs> he's just a nice guy no stop it you're right so over there but anyway Long story short, I'm going to keep it super vague, but to Kate's defense, like she didn't hang all over me. She didn't try to kiss me every like five seconds when she thought she was getting a look. She was just super chill, super comfortable in our, in our relationship and confident, like just kind of like let something happen, but didn't react. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Because yeah. there wasn't any drama and I don't have any desire and it was all good. And it's the same thing. Like if you do go out with your guy, like let's say you're going to go out to a ball game, you don't necessarily like need to show have to be all over them or, together. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes just like actually taking a step back a little bit and liking each other, not just yeah. being in love, but yeah. liking each other and enjoying something for what it is and having conversations and, and actually watching it versus like smooching the whole time or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Like, I think that's when you really start to get to know one another. And there is some super attractiveness to a girl that can be confident and she's not showing yes that she's confident with her fucking nose in the air. Mm-hmm. She's just confident. She's got some trust in you and she can go and she can, you know, just, Go out and enjoy an element. I think mm-hmm. it's a super strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last question. Uh-oh. First date. Oh, shit. Just grab some drinks, drinks and an appetizer, full-blown dinner. What do you think? Any. Yeah, yeah I don't want to put any rule on that. You yep. know, like, I, I would hate for... I, I think everyone's different. Like, if I'm trying to, like, look back at when I was single before in life and when I was meeting, you know, my ex-girlfriends or whatever for the first time, and I'm thinking of like a first date, like they're all different, you know, and some of them were neutral, some of them were big, all unique to that situation. So I would hate to put a label on that. I think is 
it's just some phone calls and text messages and you're having a good time and, and there's some communication and you know like while you're talking you happen to like mention that i don't know maybe like maybe he's like he was at a rockies game or something mm -hmm. and and you're like oh my god rocky dogs are my favorite and he remembers that and then a couple weeks later or a week later when you guys decide to go on a date you know like you go sit rock pile at a rockies game right next to the where there's rocky dogs super neutral date but like there was some thought behind it because mm -hmm. you like rocky dogs mm -hmm. so you got your rocky dog for the first date that's super adorable super cute shows he's paying attention or you know like maybe it's a little bit more fancy because you both work in dtc and he takes you to shanahan's i don't know like i think it's all predicated upon you and that person's ability to communicate and have a conversation and just see where that kind of thing goes yeah. but i wouldn't put any expectation that if he doesn't buy you a Rocky dog and he didn't listen and all and your first date was lunch while you guys are both on a lunch break because you're both super busy with your careers, I think the thought of him making time is still sweet. Yes. You know, yeah. so I don't think if he does like if he doesn't do what I just mentioned, I don't think it's anything bad. And on the on the flip side, if it's not super fancy, you know, and out of this world, I don't think that's bad either. I yeah. think sometimes just making time for one another to actually get face to face, like I think the fancy comes. Yeah. I think the listening and the unique little you know, thoughtful stuff. Cause here's the deal too, man, even being a little bit too thoughtful and like, Hey, you said this one time out of all the text messages and conversations we've ever had one time you mentioned Rocky dog. So I took you for one. You might be like, Oh Jesus, dude, we're not married. <laughs> Jesus back up. Are you already yeah. in love with me. Like yeah. I yeah. can see a girl saying that too. Yeah. Like, hold on, bro. Yeah. You're already like, you're already whipped. Yeah. And I just met you like, so I don't know. I just, I think it all just kind of comes down to your level of communication. But what I do think is important is when people are making time for it, when yes. they're setting aside time and they're not super busy, right? Like, Hey, I've only got an hour. I don't like that. I'm mm -hmm. not saying it's, it's inappropriate. I like setting aside time where I've got the rest of my evening to share with you. So that means mm -hmm. if we go on a date for an hour and you're ready to go home after that, cool. And if we end up staying for two or three hours because the conversation was phenomenal and we get a couple more bottles of wine and have a great time and don't drive home. Yeah. Right. Like, drinking and driving you got that <laughs> i think that's great so i think mm -hmm. for me i think what is nice about it regardless of whether it's fancy or not fancy i think if it's a first date i think just setting aside time to allow that date to bloom whether yeah. it blooms and it's only an hour or that blooms for the entire night and, and like i say the conversation was so phenomenal you didn't want it to end it doesn't have to end because mm -hmm. you don't have anything for the rest of mm -hmm. your evening and you allocated that time for her i think that's super caring yeah to to just put yourself in the environment where hey this can kind of go wherever it goes and if it goes beyond and we have a great time and we engage i want to capitalize on that yeah you know right. so the even though the, like the lunch thing can still be sweet and they're making time for you it's really hard to like go to lunch especially on like a work day because you're still answering your phone or you got to get back at a certain time mm -hmm. so if i were to answer this the best that i could without trying to put a specific date or i think the time allotted yeah for, to allow that to just to just brew as you get to know each other i think that's important i think uh girls don't overthink this this is an area where a lot of girls overthink and the fact that a guy did one thing with you means you're less important than another for me the the face-to-face -face and just and just the face-to-face -face and just making time for each other that's the important part whatever yeah. the activity is behind that to me doesn't really matter agree the and that's where i mean Going for a walk around Wash Park to me is just as valuable as a super fancy so, dinner on a Saturday so night. Do you, so let me kind of like add to that a little mm -hmm. bit because I think you agree with me. So oh, oh, just going for a walk in Wash Park. Yep, I agree. But also 
not just having 45 minutes or not just having an hour because you no, get home. We're early. going to get ice cream afterward yeah. and then something Allow, else comes like, up in conversation time. and yep. then we're going to, oh, you like doing that? Well, fuck it. Let's go right now. I love that place too. Because you've, you've allotted the time in that yeah. evening to like, look, if it's an hour or five hours, like my evening is for you. Yeah. And we can hang out as much as you like. That's what I would do. Yeah. That's and then look, if she doesn't do, right. want to hang out past an hour, like, all right, I'm going to go get two servings of ice cream. I'm going to call fat. <laughs> I'm going to say fat. I got rejected. You yep. want some ice cream? He's going to be like, fuck yeah. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. What kind of ice cream? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you want, bro. You'll be my date at that point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you damn. know what I'm saying? So fat's my fallback, right? He's going to help me. Like he's going to, he's going to pat my fanny when I get rejected and then it's all good. But I would hate for someone to start having a great vibe with me or great energy. And then I got to leave. Yeah. Yeah. I just would hate that. So if you're in, in like, like, well, I just don't have time. Like wait two days. You're going to have time, but I would much rather keep phone calls going and keep text messages and having a good time. And if I got to wait till Sunday or Monday or Saturday or whatever it is, because I don't have time like that weeknight. Okay. Well then maybe you wait a day or two, but at least when you do like you care and you, and so again, I agree. I don't think it's the activity that's so important. I think it's just allowing for that time. Yeah. 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 I agree. I 100%. agree. And you know, if you're like Will said, if you're in such a rush and you're just trying to go, hey, all I have time is for lunch. Yeah, just wait, because here's the thing. That could be a great person, but if they don't get a chance to show that over that 45-minute lunch that you've allowed for them, yeah. then you're going to think something else of them, and you should have just been patient so you could... And just roll longer. with it. Like, I'm going to call Kate out, because she threw me to the wolves. Uh-oh. Bro, our first date, it was just one-on-one, -on -one, right? Okay. Like, just her and I, we end up like, I can't remember like if we grabbed food or not, but we end up just hanging out in my truck, man, and just having a great talk and hanging out. And, and, um, but she had plans with her friends that night and I'm like, all right, well, but she wanted to, she wanted to meet up. So I'm like, look, dude, she's super fine. I'm not yeah, going to say do it. Like, right. don't get it twisted here. Right. I'm going to say yes. So I said yes. And so, and if it's a first date, girls, a lot of times will kind of have that. They out. do that on purpose. Yeah, they do. Oh, they do. girls, you do that on purpose. Mm -hmm. And, um, so we had a great time and then she was going to see her friends, you know, like that night. But then Kate, like she's a little bit more conservative, I guess mm -hmm. you could say. Like she's just not like a dater. Yeah. You know, so like and she doesn't didn't have a guy around. It wasn't the girl that, and I'm not against girls that date. Don't take this wrong way. I'm just kind of prefacing for the story. That just wasn't that's just not mm -hmm. who Kate was. So when she started talking about me to her friends when they were out, they were out at dinner. But then they were going to go fish for like happy hour or, or not happy hours, like nighttime by then. Mm -hmm. They were going out after dinner. Well, her friends are like, wait, what? You're talking to a guy? <laughs> Who's this fucking guy? Yeah. Who got you to open your mouth right, about right. it? We, well, we got to meet this dude. So, fat. I ended up meeting a lot of fat's friends because there's a lot of mutual friends there, believe it or not. But He's saying they're all Asians. <laughs> I did not. Yeah. They are. Hold on. They are. That's not what I meant, fat. Um, you're still my fallback, right? <laughs> Still getting me ice cream, right? Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. You're good. You're good. You're good. Asians, cool. Yeah. So continue. So she's like, "Hey, they want to meet you, but like, I don't know. Like, I hope I'm not like putting you on the spot. I'm like, yeah, you're this was date date one. Yeah, Damn. date one. Damn. And I'm like, yeah, you're super putting me on the spot, but all good. And because she didn't date a lot, and because of that side, like, I think I understood it. I'm like, look, if I can go be a champ and and just meet some of the friends and, and put a you know smiley face mm -hmm. on and just but i also understood like look they're gonna try to embarrass her or say something silly or she might be acting out a little bit because she's never just like had a guy around yeah. like that so i also knew the element i was getting myself into yeah. and yeah man it was a lot of fun it went from like so yeah it was a ton of asian girls <laughs> hanging out right like it went from like a couple of them that had like some good engaging conversations and that were just interested um in me and like hey so who are you what's your story and yeah. cool right it went from that to like the other friend that's like, just so you know, 
Oh, yeah. Um, Mara oh, yeah. is amazing. <laughs> okay. And um, you better not hurt my friend oh, or God. I'll fucking kill you. Oh, God. <laughs> I hate that conversation. Dude, not even, not dude. Like on date one, though. Oh, I think it. Yeah. Well, was she there date one or might have been date two? Because okay. I was at Dave and Buster's with all your other friends. Either way. Uh, they're actually your friends. I'm not being Asian racist <laughs> right now. All the people I saw at Dave and Buster's at night are actually a lot of your yeah, friends. Either way. I hate um, that conversation. Well, they have a lot of mutual friends. So you were being racist. Actually, <laughs> I was actually being literal. There are a lot of his friends. All right. Um, but it's funny because the girl that said that, she's like one of my favorite friends that Kate has. But when she said that, I just laugh it off and I go, I go, so when she said to me, I go, ah, so you're the asshole friend. Nice to meet you. <laughs> and she laughed and she's, you know, and she, she got it. She laughed on a good time. But um, yeah, I got, I kind of got thrown to the wolves. I don't, you know, I don't know if that's for every guy. I would say guys that are out there, like if a girl is really into you, you know, I guess my thing is like, I was into her. Mm -hmm. We had a ton of like text messages and phone calls before we ever met. And then we, we did make time to meet, even though it was last second and probably could have been planned better. It wasn't, but I really appreciated that she was into me. So mm -hmm. then when she's talking to her friends about me, it's like, she's like, I just don't bring guys around. I don't this, I don't that. And like, but she's talking to me to a point where friends are like, what? Yeah. Well, now we got to meet him. Cause we didn't think there was any guy on this planet mm -hmm. for you. I did kind of want to be a champ. Yeah. Like I did want to like, I was into her. So mm -hmm. I wanted to like go, you know, put my tough guy shirt on and just go take the banter, take mm -hmm. the friends that tell me not to hurt her and mm -hmm. take the friends that are asking about my life and that are curious. And, you know, Kate said a couple of jokes there and she was a little, a little uh, shy and bashful that night. But um, I did, I was kind of proud to go do that. I wouldn't suggest that for all guys. I think I just do pretty well in social environments, yeah, but yeah. No, it was a lot of fun. And I think, uh, again, some of this just boils down to like how much effort do you want to give someone? And I, I really dug her, man. Like mm -hmm. I was reading a damn blog, mm -hmm. you know? So mm -hmm. it was good to kind of champion up. And, and just like I talk about, like if a girl bl blows me up during my day and I can, and I can forgive that and go, Hey, I get it. And I know how dating is going and here's how my day went. I'm super sorry. I didn't explain that prior, but here's kind of how my day goes. Mm -hmm. And if you don't hear from me throughout my day, like, here's why, you know, and, but I'm sorry, I, sh I could have explained that more. Now she feels bad for going off on me. Yeah. And if she's not crazy, she's just over the dating world and maybe kind of took it out on me. But I have that response, man, that might be a super win for a great relationship. And yeah, even though true. I had a point to be right, I didn't choose to be right. I chose to be progressive. That could be a super best. So same thing with Kate. Like you go and you put yourself in that element. And like, yeah, you're mm -hmm. going to take the girls that tell you not to be an asshole and don't, don't hurt her. Or I'll kill you. And yeah, you could get personal about that. You can get defensive or you can be <clears throat> shut down and, or you can just kind of be a champion in that scenario and just go roll with the punches mm -hmm. and understand like none of it's that serious mm -hmm. or just getting to know you. But the fact that you're even willing to walk down that gauntlet, it says a lot. And I think it could be a big win for you. It does. So it does. it does kind of boil down to how much effort you want to give one another male and female. But in addition to like giving all of that effort to one another, like you also just have to gauge expectations and just also understand that just because something like that's not happening doesn't necessarily mean that it's, it's terminal. Right, right, right. right. So. Let's summarize this all up. Yeah. Questions are done. What? Man, questions okay. are done. You got a few last words shit, right? here. Well, my biggest thing was like, if guys can't afford going on dates, yep, I right, we're like, hey, you know. But in addition to that, it's deeper of like, why mm -hmm. and why are you going on so many dates that you can't afford? Like, maybe you should. There are guys out there and girls. Dating can be so accessible now. Like, I think we don't get our shit together in our life. I think we hide from it and we go date because we think someone's gonna like pull us out of that or save mm -hmm. us from that or I'm gonna meet mm -hmm. the right girl and it's gonna be so motivating that I just get my life together. No, no, you're actually wasting people's time. However, au contraire, girls, sometimes you ain't shit. Yes. You know, and like, listen, I love you. Eli and I are team girl. So I'm saying this out of love. 
sometimes you ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes girls get so toxic towards men and, and everything they do is wrong or every expectation is wrong or they have an excuse for every single little thing and every single guy you've met is at fault for something and you have a, a rebuttal and everything for something like, here's the deal. The circle of people you're putting around yourself, they're not shit. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If there's an upper echelon of people that are just more productive and more mature and whatever it may be and you're not around that, well, maybe you ain't shit. Yeah. And like, I really want to express that because look, you got a cute butt. Now what? Well, and when, but who are you as a person and who are you yes. putting yourself around? Yes. Because look, if you're gen- if you are genuine and organic to the process of of every guy's wrong and you've never it's never been your fault and it, it's and you have no accountability to anything and it it is 100% just falling on men or dirtbags, okay, I'm not going to call you a liar. Mm-hmm. Like if that's what you believe, fine. But what I am going to say is you really need to start questioning what you're putting yourself around because not every guy's a dirtball. Yes. Okay? But yeah. here's the deal. There are some guys that are just serial dating. I get it. Mm -hmm. But then there's also some good guys out there Mm -hmm. that are not going to put up with your shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And a lot of the guys that, and sometimes, especially in dating, right, because it's, it, it is hard out there. If you're a successful guy with a career and you're mature and you got your shit together and you treat people well, you're kind of a hot commodity. Mm-hmm. So guys don't have to put up with your shit. Mm-hmm. There are 10 other girls just as pretty as you that are not dramatic mm-hmm. that maybe they're going to expose themselves to. And while you're getting emotional about some type of rejection or ghosting because you acted inappropriate, but you're too busy trying to blame him for the ghosting, he's already moved on. Yeah, He's already on to someone that's hopefully more productive for him. But there is that exception there. there and is. as much as we're team girl, and, and I do think that a lot of things that girls act out on are a reaction to guys being idiots a lot. So... Not taking myself off of team girl. I get it. However, like I, out of love, I need you. I need you girls to understand. Hey, a lot of you ain't shit. And when when Will says you ain't shit, he's not talking about you're a loser. You could have no. a great job, a great car. Yeah. You you've got money in the bank. He's talking about who you are as a person yeah. and the value that you bring to a relationship and the other the other intangible things like how empathetic are you? What expectations do you have? Are you giving people the benefit of the doubt? How Will has those conversations about hey, if I have a girl you know, go a little crazy on me and she's freaking out text messages. I'm not telling her to peace out right away. No, I'm having the common courtesy to reply this way. Don't ju- I, I know there's girls that are going to listen to this and say, yeah, where are those guys? Like, yeah, guys, you need to be like that. Flip side. You also need to be like that. You flip side. They also need to be like that. And girls, you got to understand, like hypothetically, if you were the one that texted me that because you just you've had it with dating. And so I end up taking the brunt of it. Mm-hmm. And I happen to be patient enough to care and caring enough to understand that element. And, and for whatever reason, I think you're better than that. So I'm valuing you more. So I'm mm-hmm. giving you benefit of doubt to give that response. But understand the flip side, just as much as you're mad or you're acting out of dating and you took it out on me, there might be guys that maybe did the response I did for the first 10 girls. And now he's just over it. Now you're the 12th that's or 11th true. girl that's blowing up on him yep. for some reason. And he's just over it. So he is that guy. He just no longer has enough fuel in the mm-hmm. tank to even like try to give you that patience because every time he's given a girl benefit of doubt and had that explanatory text message and whatever it may be, it always backfired on him. And now he's like, fuck it. Yeah. yeah. But that's, this is the hard part about dating. This is why benefit of doubt has to go there because understanding one another's perceptions and understanding context on one another's lives, you can't, you just don't have it at that point mm-hmm. and doing your best to give benefit of doubt. So doing your best not to act out. Correct. So you're not reliant upon me having enough fuel to be patient for you Yes, because I'm human as well. It's, as much as I try to yes. pride myself on being a gentleman, look, if I were dating out there right now, that would be my text message. However, I don't know for how many of you, mm-hmm. there might come a point where I'm just like, hey, if some girl thinks it's acceptable to let loose on me like that when they don't even know me, yeah. 
but they have the enough common sense to understand what I do for a living because we went on a date and I explained it and you're still going banana sandwich on me after a day like that? Look, you know what? After the 10th girl, I just don't have the patience for mm -hmm. because 10 out of 10 I gave patience to and it still didn't work out. Yep. So maybe I think it's a character flaw in you that you even allow yourself to behave like mm -hmm. that after you've known me for a day. Mm -hmm. It's a hard one. So you're right, man. Look, well, and I'm right. Sometimes, girls, you ain't shit. It's not about your independence and your career and how much money you make. And, hey, I can take care of myself. Cool. That has nothing to do with compatibility. Mm -mm. And taking care of yourself has nothing to do with companionship. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where both sexes miss it. Yes. Um, and and not I think be, it needs more work. And okay. not being so quick to jump to conclusions and write people off. Like, that yeah. That kind of goes on what we're saying. But, again, give yeah. people a chance. Try and look at the bigger picture Don't as become far overwhelming. as who they are. Don't become overwhelming. And guess what? Like if you have something good with somebody, no relationships are perfect. They all take work. Bro. They all take some sort of sacrifice on your behalf and some sort of compromise. 100%. Every single one guys. And if you're unwilling to do that right out of the gate, what's going to happen two, five, ten years down the road and a breath of flesh air, a breath of fresh air. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at this. Listen, girls got guys and girls, but we're talking for girls today. Listen, girls, if you're worried about a guy ghosting you and then having some bullshit excuse and well, I don't want to forgive him because he ghosted me for two days and then text me back or whatever it is, ghosting or, or other things. I promise you this, that's a character flaw, right? Like that type of like disconnecting communication. He's mm -hmm. hiding something. Mm -hmm. He's dating someone mm -hmm. else. He's serial dating, whatever it is. When men have character flaws, I promise you they will resurface. You don't have to overreact because you might miss out on a good guy that's telling you the truth. Yes. But if you allow a process to take its course, yeah, you might go a little bit longer with someone and, and, and maybe you waste a week or whatever you're thinking, but you could also find the right one and be patient and you bet right. And now you've got a good one. So being so cutthroat and just understanding, like, here's your breath of fresh air. If it's a character flaw, you don't have to always just, like, if you identify it the first time, you don't got to be cutthroat because the first time you catch what you think is a character flaw, it could actually be circumstantial. Yes. And maybe ironically, he had some circumstances while meeting you that just didn't play in his benefits. Mm -hmm. And yeah, he does. He does need to get out of jail free card from you. So you're never going to know on that first one. So even if you're identifying something for the first time as a quote unquote character flaw, maybe it's circumstantial. Give it some time because I promise you this. If it's a character flaw, it resurfaces. Yes. If it's circumstantial, they are so few and far between. It's not even funny. Mm -hmm. Allow the process to happen so you can see if it's circumstantial. Or you can see if it resurfaces and it's a character flaw. Patience. And then you just, act. Just be patient. Be quiet, but carry a big stick. Yeah, just you know be patient. Just be patient with people. Absolutely. That's it, man. Happy Friday. That's it. Happy Friday, guys. Ladies, we love you. Again, leave us your comments if you have any feedback on this. Absolutely. We'll be doing the flip side, the questions guys have for girls next month. Guys, we got your back. Don't yep. worry. We got you. Out.